Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Roll Down Podcast. My name is Cutler. Guys, we don't have a guest tonight, so I'm going to go straight in to introducing my colleague, co-worker, my friend, my co-host, Soul. What's going on, buddy? What's up, what's up? Uh, it's been good, it's good, it's been good. Uh, it's going to be a bit more of a relaxed fit today, guys. Yeah. If you're listening, If you're yeah. listening to this... It's going to be a bit more chill than, like, usual. We don't have a hundred questions to ask a guest. We don't have too much going on. The meta's a little bit stable slash stale right now. Uh, so we're just going to chill out. We're just going to talk TFT. we got some topics that we're going to go through. I think we've got some really good questions tonight as well. So we'll go through those a little bit later on. But, Sol, you hit Challenger last night. Congratulations. I did. And then I probably dropped out of it today because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play anymore, and I dropped down to like 485 LP. But uh, it's fine, it's fine. Who needs Challenger? Talk to me a little yeah. bit about that climb yesterday, where you kind of, you went up a good couple of hundred LP in one day. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I did. Um. It was, it was all right. It started uh kind of kind of sus. Um, oh, I didn't play yesterday. I mean, it was two days ago, right? Two days. Yesterday, ago. I just did like, I did like mod reviews and stuff. But yeah, like two days ago, uh, I went six six six. I dropped down to like three eighty five LP. Uh, but then like um, I discovered the Lissandra tech. I top board like four out of five games. Then I high rolled two games and went one one, and I hit challenge. It was late. Nice. Nice. We had a, an animated discussion about Lissandra on your stream yesterday. I, we're going to bring... Look, we're not going to yell at each other. That's not what we're about. No, we're, 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 but some of the topics that we've got today, I, I, I know that we're going to disagree on. And I'm, I'm quite... Oh, for sure. I'm looking forward to discussing them. We're going to basically I mean, just talk about... It's better that way, though, right? Yeah, it is better that way. It's better that way. It's better, it's better if we disagree, huh? Yeah, yeah, you guys are going to have a lot of fun. We're going to we're gonna mess around and, and talk some shit about, like, what, what comps are happening at the moment. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, basically, just sort of talk about what's going on in the meta, what, what to sort of expect, and we'll kind of get the ball rolling, really. Um, so you were kind enough to sort of come up with a nice big list. I think we should start yeah. at the two... The two costs. We're just the, we can just run from the top. Yeah, run from the top to the bottom for sure. Yeah, just sort of do right? the two costs and, and roll and sort uh, of go from there, basically. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do like a pre preface to everyone who's like listening, watching. Like, this is not a tier list by any means. Uh, I think this patch, more than anything, rewards flex play. Like, except with, like, maybe with the exception of Karina, you really shouldn't be forcing any of these comps. You should just be like, it's, it's always augment dependent, it's always item dependent. Always like open it dependent, and yeah, it's doing well in this patch is about like finding the right lane. Yeah. Okay. Without further ado, we can jump in though. Yeah. So, all right. Do you want to talk? We're gonna get it out of the way first, guys. We're talking about Katarina first because we don't want to. <laughs> we don't want to spend the whole yeah. episode discussing. Katarina. No, we'll, we'll keep it short and simple. Uh, um. So yeah. Fuck this stupid unit. I'm sick of it. I don't want to see it in. I don't want to see it for an. I. Take out the entire academy tree in 6.5, to be honest. <laughs> I don't want to see any of the... I don't like any of the units. I don't like any of the playstyles that any of them come up with. It's that's boring. Kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool. I'm sick, I'm cool. sick of it, bro. I'm I, so I sick of it. No, you, fuck you know, Yone. Like, you, you know, 
You know, like the fight being over, like the first two seconds. We're know? not talking about Yone yet. I got, I got more to say. We'll, we'll get the Yone. We'll get the Yone. On Yone. Yone. All right, we'll start with. All right, we'll start with Cat. We'll start with Cat. All right. We've been living under a rock. Cat Arena is a two-class reroll club that looks to open fort, go level six at three-two, and just send it all the way down for two-star Cat Arena, two bodyguards, and four assassins. That's the comp. <laughs> and um, then saving 50 gold and then hitting cat 3, talon 3, blitz 3. Pretty much. Yeah. Basically just 3-starring your entire board. Echo 3, Leona 3. Yeah. So, so, so the reason why this comp is actually good is honestly because... Okay, half the reason is because people don't properly adjust their boards if their boards are weak. So that like, they end up paying the, what's, what's, what's been, what's, what people call it the cat tax, which is where... You face Katarina at like 2-3, and then you don't kill a single unit, they kill all your units, and you take like 15 damage to the face. So, yeah, a lot of people uh, just, pay the just pay the cat tax for no, for no good reason. And that's part of the reason why Kat Katarina top 4 so consistently, because people have really, really weak boards stage 3, and Katarina is really broken stage 3. But, uh, that being said, the comp as a whole is actually not that broken, in the sense that, like, it almost never wins. Like, it will top 4 with, like, incredible consistency. But it never, it never like top two. Like it very, very rarely top two. The lobby has something like really weak for top. Two. But uh, I mean, the comp's still kind of broken because it's really consistent. But yeah. Lots? There have been lots of comps <laughs> in TFT history that are like, play this comp if you want a top four. Mm. Like if you wanna, if you wanna sort of be a consistent player and you wanna work to your outs and sort of try to be safe and. Top four, a lot of lobbies. Maybe you won't win every lobby, but that's okay because you'll be doing well. There's been lots of those comps before that exist mm -hmm. in TFT. Cat is not one yeah. of those comps because it is a reroll comp. It's not the same. Uh, it's, it's, not, not, it's not the same. Like I get what you're saying. Yes. It's not the same it's as a like comp that promotes safety yeah. because it's not yeah, a safe it's comp. Not like, it's not like Skirms. It's not like Sentinels. It's not like Draven. Like, yeah, it's not Lucian. It's not like it's not set five point five Lucian, which was relatively no. safe, it's, and if yeah. you high rolled, you could win the lobby. Yeah, it's not like yeah. that. It's degenerate. It's very degenerate. Yeah. I. I mean, sorry, you go. Sorry. I was just going to ask you, what do you think is overpowered about Katarina? Like, take uh, away, take away the fact that, yeah. board like board strength. Take away board strength mm -hmm. out of the argument. What do you think's okay, overpowered about Cat itself? So, I mean, if you if we okay, if we just want to look at the unit itself, right? The ability is very uninteractive. She does not care what you position your shit. She will as soon as you get to reset, she auto priors the unit with the lowest HP, and she will dash into them and like light swell and like kill them if they're weak, right? So that coupled with the fact that like during stage three when the board spikes. Uh, a lot of other people still have like one cost carries, like sorry, one star, like one star carries, or just one star units on their boards. Means that like, that gets her resets really, really easily, and then she just kills everything. Because the key is this game the reset. Like, if cat takes eight, if cat gets like stuck on a tank, she's not that good. Like, if she gets stuck on like a bramble vex or like or, or, like just some like beefy unit, she's not that good because she never resets. But the problem is, is that like there's always like some random like. One star unupgraded unit on like everyone's team, and Kat just like randomly kills it, resets, and then and then the chain begins. And also Talon's broken. Talon's also really really good. So yeah, Talon's Talon. really really good as well. Like, Talon is like the underrated part of the comp. Talon is really really strong. Yeah, and 
I'll say, I just want to say a little something. We're not talking about any one cost reroll comps today because. There's one. There's, there's one of them. There's one of them. It's all fringe. Yeah. It's really fringe. I will just say that they made three star yordles so shit because you need <laughs> six of them. And yeah. the second that you get cat three, yeah. you basically don't lose until stage like five five okay. from then on. Okay. Yeah. I think that Cat doesn't need to be, like, murdered, literally. Like, they don't need to gut everything about Katarina. They just need to nerf Cat yeah. and Talon 3-star by a good amount. Yeah. Because... Like, it, 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 you know, I low-key think if they literally just nerfed it by, like, 10 AP, it would be enough. Low-key. Like, I think that's literally all that, all that needs to be done. Like, just bring the damage out a little bit, and it's probably fine. Like, it's just that the numbers right now feel too perfect. Like, the numbers feel too exact, if that makes sense. It's not only that, but like the items that cat put, like the cat uses, are like way too good for her exact like kit. She I mean, gets I'll healing. That, like, she gets yeah, zap. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll agree that um, IE plus spark is like really too really good. Strong. It's too Sorry. good. Yeah, but I don't think that they is should that be the... gutting. They shouldn't be gutting spark because I really like ionic spark as a un as an item. I think it has a yeah. really interesting place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're getting, like, the value that you get out of stackable crit damage plus, like, declining magic resist on enemy units is way too good. I mean, in the context of Cat, I agree. Yeah. yeah. But, like, but, like, in the context of everything else, right? Ionic is, like, pretty fair. It's just a good item. Yeah, so. exactly. But it shouldn't yeah. be a it shouldn't be a carry item, should it? It's not like an item that you put on your like damage dealing carry. It really. can be. I mean, last set there was Spark Fiddle. Like it can be a carry item. Like, do you would you consider Fiddle like a damage carry realistically? Uh, like, I never considered well, if, if, Fiddle to be a damage carry. Well, last set if you if you had Sin Fiddle, like that was that was a legit. Yeah, like, right. If you get Sin Fiddle, for example, that was like very legit. Like Sin Ionic Fiddle was pretty insane. Yeah, mm. in last set. I think it's okay for Ionic to be a carry item. I think that's fine. It doesn't have to just be a, a tank item. But I think in the context of it being on like an assassin that like one shots everything, yeah, it's, it's a little more dicey. <laughs> it's a little more dicey. So I think, I think it's a, sorry, yeah, realistically, let's just say that we probably both agree that the problem is the unit itself, right? Like more than yeah, anything. Yeah, I, I, I think the issue is the unit. Yeah, I agree the issue is the unit, not, not the item surrounding it. Hmm. It's, uh, it's exploiting the existence of, you know, Ionic Spark, but, like, it's ultimately the unit's fault. It's not Ionic Spark being out of line, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's the way Katarina behaves. That she just dives in. And hmm. <laughs> this this <laughs> is also a very unfriendly, like, protect yourself from assassins set, in the sense yeah. that, like, you can't really clump your entire team. No, not really. You can't, like, hard clump. There are too many clump. good AoEs. Yeah, yeah. There are too many good AoEs. Not only are there too many AoEs, yeah. but there's... 99% of the time, if you put Janna in, your Janna will die before it ults yeah. the fucking Assassin's way. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that, that happens all the time. Yeah, yeah, that, that literally happens all the time. And you, like, you want your Ori... Like, you say you put Oriana in, you want the ball to shield you, heal yeah. you, protect mm -hmm. you. She yeah. ults 
away from your team, basically. For sure, for sure. Because she's prioritizing a frontline unit, so she's not holding your team. Mm -hmm. So you don't have this, like, inherent counter... Not necessarily counterplay, but a different strategy that's existed previously. Yeah, I mean, it's not as clear as, like, it was the position against, like, Nocturne and, like, Diana, I guess. Mm. But this might be a hot take, but I'm pretty sure Unnerfed Nocturne was infinitely more broken than this Katarina comp. But I think this Katarina comp just feels bad to play against, because it spikes at stage 3, not stage 4. Because Nocturne spiked at stage 4. So, he had some time before he started getting hit mm. for, like, 18 in the face. Yeah, but, but I... Comp, like, yeah, agreed. I was just gonna say, like, it's much fairer to lose to a four five like a four a turn four five three star three cost than it yeah, is to lose yeah, yeah. to a three one two star three cost and take yeah I mean, I mean I'll I'll concede that for sure like I'm yeah way too early like, I think that is somewhat problematic so you're getting to the point where it's like it's unfun you know basically yeah. like I'm not having yeah. fun playing against Katarina whatsoever because you can't really I do anything about yeah. it. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I mean, for three for three uh, rounds, I mean, basically. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I I, I don't agree one hundred percent because like I just in my games I just have not felt like this is that big of a problem. But I will concede the point that if you are low rolling and you fail to spike it through two, and then you face cat, it uh feels it feels it feels like an ace. Like I all I concede that point for sure. Oh, definitely. Uh, I don't. I I don't think it's. I think it's heavily. I I personally, from my own anecdotal like gameplay, feel like it's very exaggerated. I like for. Yeah. Especially since it's it's like two cap plays every lobby is the thing. It's always contested. Like it's never uncontested. I, I I feel like day one, day two, you can make this argument, but like it's too contested now. Like everyone fucking plays that shit. I don't know. Yeah. But... And that's sort of the natural cycle of a comp that's really OP. Like, yeah, a few sure. people are playing it for, like, two days, and then someone tells everybody that it's really broken, and then there's about four yeah. days of everybody going, like, seventh with it who are trying to play it, yeah, but aren't very yeah, good. Yeah, and yeah. then there's, like, the next week, there's, like, yeah. one player every lobby hard-forcing it, and one other yeah, player, and like, always... trying to piss them off by countering them yeah, and, and doing it too. And then there'll, there'll, there'll be, like, like, three, four, like, really high-challenger psychopaths who just, like, play, like, a hundred games of it. And yeah. Still exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we're kind of at that like third portion of every OP scenario in TFT, yeah, okay. where like there's not everybody's playing it anymore, yeah. and the people that are are either like one tricking it, or yeah. only like just getting to play it basically. Mm -hmm. So you're seeing a lot of variant. You you will always see quite a bit of variance in this regard because yeah, for sure. Not everyone's gonna play it the same. You know, not everyone's going to play it as well. Yeah, and then maybe there's going to be three people with Cat 2 at, like, 2-5 or something. And mm. one of them's got to move off it. Or one of them's, like, got a Cat 2 on bench for the entire game trying to annoy people. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. we're kind of, we go yeah, through, I like, mean, cyclical things in TFT. I mean, like, okay, this is, this is I, I, I feel like, uh, I mean, we've talked about Cat for a while now. I feel like to put a full stop on the whole Cat thing, if, you, if, if anyone in the chat, anyone listening is sick of playing against Cat, hold two cats on your bench just grief two cats every time you play and i guarantee you they will hit significantly less often i think it was ramp who tweeted if everyone in the lobby just holds two cats 
it literally cannot hit. So it's literally on you guys if you <laughs> if you want to group these Katarina players or not. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, let's I'd, let's end cat the cat comp talking very quickly about Talon. Yeah, sure. The bleed is too much early yes. game. Way too okay, much. Okay, Talon's actually broken. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, like, half the time is not even Cat. It's, it's fucking Talon. Talon's actually broken. Like, one star Talon does too much damage. Two star Talon also does infinite damage. Don't yeah. worry about three star Talon. I miss. Three star Talon doesn't matter Talon... because they've already got three star Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, I think Talon also needs to, like, numb his down a little bit, but it's fine. Like, his identity is that he's the, he's the single target of Cyber. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Can we move on? Yeah. <laughs> let's like let's move. Look, I, I just think it's fair enough to say, nerf Talon one and Talon two and nerf Cat three. Basically. Yeah. Um. And maybe, and maybe maybe nerf Cat two a bit as well. Cat two is also a bit too consistent. Yeah. Lucky Cat three is not even the problem. It's Cat two. But yeah. Hmm. All right. Moving on. Moving on. All right. So I feel like we should go through like some of these fairly quickly because some of them are self-explanatory and some are fringe. So the next one will be the. Uh, Cogmore Protector Reroll Comp, which uh, is, is for, for those who don't know, is basically just Cogmore, Cassidon, Garen, Blitzcrank, Graves, and Caitlyn, and you just roll for everything freestyle. That's the, that's the comp. Uh, it's not very good if you don't hit everything very early, so it's only really playable if you have uh, either Trade Sector, Hyper Roll, or Rich Get Richer. Or for some reason, you decided to buy a bunch of Garens early and you got more Garens. Yeah. <laughs> at, at which point, at which point, you, you can think about playing it. Uh, and but, you're only yeah. buying Garen's early if you want to play Garen. Pretty much. Basically. It's a little sus because Garen's kind of bad. But, so uh, they're pretty free. <laughs> like to be honest, one person plays this comp in every. We're at the stage of of this comp right now, where it's not being contested. So one person basically hits all the game, every game. I mean, yeah, but, but like, it doesn't make it broken yeah, by yeah. any means. No, you do have to hit early for it to be good. But the issue with the, yeah, yeah, because the issue with this comp is, is that it's tempo reliant. If it doesn't hit early, it, uh, it is not very good. <laughs> yeah, if you if you're hot stock like Garen two, Castle two, your comp is so weak. Yeah. And so you really need to hit the three stars early. And yeah. this comp needs a fuck load of items, man. You need like three item Garen. You need a fucking tank item on Cassidy so it doesn't infinitely die in stage four. Yeah. You need like three items on Cogmore. For some reason, you need like oh. two mana items on Kate. Cog, Cog, Cog is really just the Rage Blade, and then the other items don't matter. But yeah. yeah, I feel like there's then, a there's a lot of good value in binary airdrop in this comp actually. To be honest with you, I think uh, it's not bad. Yeah, it's definitely not bad. Yeah. You do need quite a bit of um, uh, you need quite a bit of help with your items basically. Yeah, cause cause um you, you play so many uh you have so many units you can itemize so batteries like yeah. in this comp too. Yeah, yeah I don't uh, think anything yeah. in this comp is like overpowered by any means. No, no, no. It's like, pretty I, reasonable. Like, they did a good job nerfing the units that needed to be nerfed, basically. Mm, I, I think last patch this comp was a lot better before they nerfed the Garen Mana, but yeah. like, now I think it's pretty reasonable. It's like good if you hit early, and ideally you only really want to play with Econ Orbs, like if you have Econ Orbs, otherwise mm. like you just want to hit early enough, but. It's pretty good with Econ Orbs, with Econ Orbs. Like, tell, yeah. tell everyone that. Like, if you like Trade Sector, this comp is so good with Trade Sector. Because everything's a one cost, so you just get yeah. But, uh, yeah. Alright, yeah. uh, moving on, um... Sorry, did you want to say add anything No, else? I think that was, that was pretty much covered it. I would say that... Yeah. I think, maybe... 
they could turn down cog three a tiny bit but i literally don't think it needs anything more than like oh yeah maybe like like yeah two percent on the level three alt yeah, maybe yeah, yeah it's probably fine yeah but like other than that it's probably fine right yeah uh okay cool uh the next one is the tunnel comp so it's basically just tunnel reroll with a uh, tunnel high and then i think the most common version is uh zach mundo echo and kaylin um and basically so with this comp it's a bit weird because it's like a real comp but you don't actually want to play it from a lose streak you need to play it from like a win streak um so and the big reason is is because tunnel even at tunnel three falls off really really far hard unless you have featherweights that's the thing that transforms this comp into like like an S tier comp. If you get featherweights, it's really really good. Without featherweights, uh, kind of middle middle of the pack. Um, but yeah, you look to play this comp when you get like tunnel really early and you have um you have a bunch of bruises that are like upgraded, and then you have like decent tunnel items which are like bloodthirster, runes, hurricane, and like DSS. If you have like BT plus like a bow, you can look to play this comp. Uh, or if you have like thrill the hunt, I think. In that episode we did with Angora, he pointed out how broken Thrill the Hunt is with Tundle. Yeah. It's absolutely fucking broken. Thrill the Hunt literally like turns Tundle into a different unit. So if you have Thrill, mm. you can think about this cost as well. If you get like Thrill uh, 2 at 1-4, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so good. Tundle just it's heals so the full, yeah. like all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you have like uh, Thrill 2 and then like Tundle with like Runin, it's, it's, it's pretty lit. Yeah. But um, yeah, the key is with this comp is that you want to play it from like a win streak. You don't want to like open forward into it because... Even if you win out phase three, if you've lost like thirty plus HP, you're still gonna die phase four. So the way this comp wants to play is it wants to win phase two, it wants to win phase three, and then it just wants to slowly bleed out phase four into like a top four. Yeah. So that's like what I mostly learned from playing it. Is don't mm. play this comp from a loose streak, and it's pretty good. With... Okay, I think the one time you can play from a loose streak is if you if you, if you have like featherweights. Like if you start like featherweights two or like featherweights three. You could like probably open four for this comp and it's really broken. Yeah. But that's about it. I just think that Trundle 2 is too good right now, basically. Trundle 2? Um, I think it's... I don't know. Itemizing like, Trundle 2 is way too efficient right now. I think last patch I would have agreed, but they did nerf the spell AD skill. It's like not as high anymore. Or something like that. Like they, they nerfed like the damage. It's like not that good anymore. I think the right circumstances, Trundle 2 is like really, really good. Like if you have like a bunch of bruises, over hunt, like pretty broken. Like, I, I don't see Trundle 1 streaking it, which I did see before. But we are talking about Trundle 2. Yeah, I don't think, like, Trundle 1 is a bad, it's like not a great unit anymore, basically. Yeah. The nerfs, like, totally yeah. made it probably yeah, a yeah. little, even too weak, to be honest. But Trundle 2 yeah, is still really good. Yeah, whereas I think last patch Trundle 1 was a bit too good, but yeah. Trundle yeah. So. They've just swapped the power around. I actually think that Trundle 3 is relatively fair. Yeah, Trundle is fine, right? Like, like Trundle three is literally just so you can keep up with the pace of the lobby, like so you don't yeah. fall off a cliff. Because yeah, if you, if you have a Trundle two at like stage four, you're gonna fall off a cliff. Mm. So, yeah. I'm not exactly sure what they were thinking. I want to talk a bit about Vi. Like okay, yeah. Vi's armor shred is really good. It's probably it's good. too. It's yeah. probably too good right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that it needs to be nerfed a tiny bit. But I also think that stuff like bodyguards. And like innate tank units in this set don't really need help, like too much help. Yeah. I just think that Vi needs a little tuning down, and then you probably have to tune, mm -hmm. probably tune down like Darius a tiny bit, you know, like maybe some of the early bodyguards. 
like like Vi in this set is literally like what Seth from like Seth Five wanted to be. Yeah. And this oh yeah. Armistrid's Bruiser is literally what Seth wanted to be, and Vi is like that. This set Vi is like really even yeah. like Vi one. Yeah. Like a shocking amount of damage. Vi is really good. Like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's That's like, it's a really good, really good late game splash unit, actually, Vi. It is, it's surprisingly, yeah. yeah, yeah. Be just because of how valuable Enforcer is, late game. Yeah. Enforcer's a, a little bit, like... Enforcer 4 is bugged at the moment. Yeah. So it's yeah, kind of yeah. useless. Enforcer 2, Enforcer 2 is less good, because it doesn't take Colossus Fumes anymore. But still, yeah. But like, it's less good. It's like, last patch Enforcer was really, really good, because it was hitting Colossus Fumes. Mm -hmm. But uh, this set's like, like, this patch is like, still good, but like, just less good. Yeah. We'll talk about Colossuses um, later, and we disagree on some of those. We'll oh, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely, we'll, we'll definitely talk about, we'll definitely touch on Colossus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, cool. Oh, and I should probably preface, like, before I start talking about this part, I should probably start preface, whenever, like, I say, like, open port or whatever, uh, in this specific set, you should never actually, like, ever proper, like, ever fully open port, and the reason is because Yordles is in. So when, like, you open port, you should just buy Yordles and lose streaks with, like, Yordles, if that makes sense. Because the yeah. Yordles make money, right? And the Yordles will never win. Like, if your board is, like, Ziggs 1, Lulu 1, Poppy 1, you're never going to win a round. So you're going to lose every round. Yeah. Game. And you're never going to kill a unit until you get them upgraded, basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so... Yeah. So, so, what I say, yeah, yeah. So, so what do I do? Say open. I don't... Don't sell... Don't, 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 don't sell units that have an empty board. You just you should probably look to buy all the Yordles they've got and play through Yordles. But... Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to talk about the next comp. So it's, it's really just Arcanist, but... I listed this as a three cost comp because the carry of the comp is Vex. Like Vex is the reason the comp's good. Not because of the mm. carry. That makes sense. Vex is like the glue that sort of holds everything together. So basically the way this comp plays is there's two ways to play it. Uh you can play from win streak or you can play from the lose streak. Uh we talked about this in the episode with we did talk about this comp in the uh, in last week's episode with Puma. Um where we discussed that this was uh, a really good out uh for low rolling. Um so I'll start I'll lead by talking about the lose streak version. So essentially like if you start the game with like a defensive item and then your opener has like no two star units, right? You can basically just like sell all like your all your units like econ and then only play yodels and then just um uh and then you get pick prior, right? So you, you prioritize like Bramble Vest for your Vex. And then your Yodels are slowly generating like more Yodels, and if you high roll, you can high roll like a Vex of Yodels. And then basically what you do is with like your lost streak money, on three two, you just roll it down for Vex two um, Malzahar 2, ideally, and then just a bunch of Arcanists, and, and then you can win streak with that board, basically. That board's really, really strong, I think. Um, and then you sort of, you basically transition this into, like, a Lux, or, like, a Victor carry. Or even Malzahar 3, if you get a lot of Malzahar. But, yeah. And the other way to play it is from a win streak, which typically you're doing with, uh, Christophe and Syndicate. So you, you have, like, Darius 2, TF2, and then you ideally have, like, a Marilla Nullicorn on TF. And then at that point, you can just win streak, and then either like fast eight and just roll down for like Vex two plus like Arcanist, or you can roll like four one at seven, for like Vex and Arcanist. That's basically the comp. <laughs> yeah, I find that the win streak version is really oppressive, and that's because you can also play Yordles in it, but the Yordles aren't shit. Mm. Uh, in the sense that you're actually synergizing your Yordles correctly, because yes. you'll be playing Poppy Darius, you'll be playing yeah. TF Ziggs. And then, yeah, you would play Poppy Darius, TF Ziggs, and then probably like Vex as well. Yeah, exactly. And then you'll hit a Vex. Or I mean, like, you can play Lulu Tarek as well yeah, you can play in Lulu that Tarek. version. I think that's really, really good. I actually think Lulu that, Tarek like, 
in the win streak version, if you're doing well and you have AP items, like let's say you hit like Poppy Two Darius too early, mm-hmm. you're like barely gonna lose any rounds until stage five, oh, yeah, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. Like you'll you'll usually be streaking pretty hard and very effectively yeah. as well because the units are just mm-hmm. so good right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I don't want to mention Lux too much because I think Lux is really balanced. If anything, I actually think yeah. she does a little, like, a, not enough damage, if that yeah, makes sense. Lux, Lux, Lux was really fair. Like, when, when Lux is good, you feel like, like, you don't feel mad losing to her because it was kind of, yeah. like, if that makes sense. Exactly. And you sort of, yeah, yeah. you never feel terrible because unless you're playing against, like, a, a win-streaking Arcanist board, your stuff isn't getting one-shot in the back line like it one of the things like... that made velkoz so annoying and i'll, yeah, I'll talk about velkoz very quickly yeah. is like yeah. if you hit the right side like if you were playing velkoz and you hit the right side you'd kill their backline carry every time it would never it would never have a chance like aphelios would never ult for example yeah, it was very like lucian would ult but die basically mm-hmm. even if you had healing most of the time because they'd just high roll now, yeah, yeah, yeah. if they hit Lux on, like, free, if they high roll and hit Lux early, your stuff's going to die. But if there comes a point in the game where it stops dying, basically. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And that wasn't the case with Velkoz. Yeah. Like, a lot of stuff takes, like, four Lux ults or five Lux ults to die yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, it's just a lot of work to kill these with Lux, I swear to God, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had a game today where I had, like, six Arcanists, like, perfect, like, item lust, and she still wasn't one-shotting anything. Yeah. (laughs) And I've been doing a lot of coaching this week, and I've played, like, I've probably played, coached, and watched about 50 Lux games in the last week since our last podcast. And Lux is, Lux is definitely a fine unit right now. Yeah. They could buff Lux, and I would be okay. What they need to nerf... And I wanted to preface by talking about Lux first, because I think Lux is fair. Victor is not a fair unit. Yeah, okay, thank you. Okay, okay, I was, I was like, praying you wouldn't say Vex. It's Victor, right? Victor is well, so... Vex is bullshit. Vex is broken too, right? But you wouldn't win games without Victor. Yeah. Victor, like, steals the deal. Like, Victor is... That unit is mm. pretty good. But, like, holy fuck, that unit is so powerful. Like... Yeah, I want to say that Vex... Like, also, people good. attribute Vex being broken for the wrong reason. Vex isn't broken because she never dies. Vex is broken because her shield resets like five times a fight. Yeah. It's way well, too well, oppressive to have her shield yeah, and, and, root, and like change other, all the time. Okay, like the, I think the other fundamental issue that makes Vex broken is because you get Vex from an econ trait. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's true. From, a fucking, from playing a fucking econ trait. Like, yeah. <laughs> your best frontline is generated by an econ trait. Like, yeah. That is so fundamentally broken. Like, it's just so, so fundamentally powerful. Yeah, and look, the one star is pretty fine. I wouldn't say Vex 1 is yeah, like... Yeah, one star Vex is fine. It's two star, it's two star only. Two star Vex and... Three star Vex is, like, I think appropriately strong. But yeah, they made Poppy fine. 3 so shit. Poppy 3 is, like, the fakest yeah, yeah, yeah. unit of all time in this it set is, now. It is, it is. It's and so they leave... Bad. They've left Vex in this state that doesn't... It shouldn't be, yeah. basically. I think the issue with, um... I think Vex 3 is appropriately powerful for a 3 star 3 class. But, like, the biggest issue is Vex 2 during stages 3 and 4 is, like, the biggest issue. Yeah. Because Vex 2 does fall off, but, like, Vex 2 spikes so hard on stage 3 and 4. Yeah. It's so strong. Uh, we kind of went on a tangent. Can we, can we, can we yeah. Let's go back to Victor. Let's go back to Victor. Victor is so fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That unit is so strong. 
Like, his numbers are just so high, is the thing. Like, he doesn't even need Arcanist to be good. Like, yeah. he played with zero Arcanist, and he was probably skilled for, like, half the board. Dude, Victor is your endgame in Innovators right now. Yeah. If you have AP yeah. items, you just transfer the Seraphine items to Victor. Yeah, to Victor. Yeah, that's your endgame. Exactly, exactly. And you can do it to Victor 1. Yeah, you can, you can. Victor 1 is, like... Like, Victor 1 is, like, low-key good enough for top 4, and then Victor 2 is just guaranteed top 4. Yeah. I had a game at the at the start of the week where I had Victor 2 with good items and I had Gunblade. It got Blitzcrank hooked, altered four times, killed the whole board, did 11k healing. Because it doesn't die. Victor doesn't die, basically. And if, oh my god, dude, if you get lucky enough... It is a legendary unit, so I feel like it should be good. Right. The one star is maybe too good. But it shouldn't, it shouldn't void Lux's reason for existing. Agreed, agreed. It should actually... We had a problem... I remember when we were talking about the set 6 leaks, and we were talking about, like, why does Victor armor shred, basically? And we were also talking about him being really bad. Because at the yeah, time, yeah, he was they, really bad. I thought he was actually broken, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we came back to it, and we were like, wait a minute. What did we yeah, miss yeah. here? And it's basically... Yeah. No, no, that's okay. What I was going to say is basically what we missed is that a lot of people still think he's kind of shit. <laughs> or, like, for the first two weeks, like, people still thought yeah, he was really yeah, bad. Yeah. So he's yeah. basically uncontested. Oh, for sure. It's like an uncontested yeah, legendary yeah. unit that kills the whole yeah, board. Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. I mean, it's the, I think I think a lot of it's to do with the amount of lasers he fires. He fires like what is it, four lasers, and each laser covers so much of the map. And yeah. The base numbers, are, like, the base numbers of every laser is like five hundred and sixty-seven damage or some shit. So it's basically dealing like three K or something to every single opponent. It's mm. It also doesn't miss, by the way. Yeah. It like, doesn't miss. it's like a fucking targeted ability. I don't think I Victor Alt has ever missed my carry when like my carry walked. It, like it's, the laser just follows it. it. It's very reminiscent of GT from set three. It's very, very yeah. reminiscent of GT. Like I'll say that for sure. Like, Victor is very, very reminiscent of GT. Yeah. Like, if you if you probably itemize and you have synergies, he will literally one shot the entire board. Yeah, agreed. You know. It's too broken. <laughs> there I needs to be the one I think the two star version should be good, but yeah, probably The two star version should be great, sure. Yeah, for sure. But again, I don't think that it should I don't think that mm. I'm going to say that I have a fundamental problem with Victor being in this set if it significantly overshadows the existence of your premier four-cost character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, I, I just think, I just think it's a little... I think, I think, okay, so this is the PvE, this is the tentative change of PvE, but I thought I'd like to bring it up. Because uh, if it pushes through, I think it's going to make Lux even worse and Victor even better. Um, the blue buff on PvE... It currently has been reworked to give you 60 starting mana, and it will still reset 20. What? <laughs> Is there just no reason to ever play Lux ever again? That's ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna pull it or not, but like, like I don't know if it's gonna ship or not. But like, they're currently testing it on PVE. But like, if Victor is no longer Surgeon Reliant and it can also play Blue Buff, <laughs> yeah. there's no reason to ever play Lux. Like, <laughs> yeah, you get a fr you get a free sword for your entire yeah. rest of your comp, basically. Like, like you could you could just do like Shojin Shojin blue buff JG Victor and you will literally just insta cast and kill everything. Because Victor doesn't yeah. need IE like Lux does. Because Victor's base numbers are so high, he just needs a JG. 
I don't want to speculate too much because like it, it might not fit, but like I just thought it was interesting. I'd like to say that since since we're not, I'm not going to talk any spoilers. So if you haven't watched Arcane, I am not going to spoil anything right now. Okay, no spoilers, no spoilers. No spoil, zero spoilers. After watching Arcane, however, I get it. Okay, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Look, I get why the yeah, units that are in this set are in this set. I get yeah, why the. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, look, I get why the units in this set are in this set, right? I didn't get it at yeah. first. I get it now. Yeah, Just, yeah. there needs to be a fundamental change to Victor yeah. in some way. It doesn't make him so oppressively overpowered. And basically ruling out the reason for Lux to exist. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If Victor was, I... like, a ut not, a, not necessarily a utility unit, but let's say, for example, that he got rid of Magic Resist, for instance. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Like, like you could, yeah. yeah, you could basically gut his numbers to be a utility unit in a way that makes him still yeah. good, like, reasonable to play. I'm not a game designer. I have no interest in, like, claiming that I'm right when I say that. I'm just sort of talking out loud in the sense that, like, think... there are ways to make yeah. a unit thematic and still yeah. enjoyable for sure for sure i think the bigger issue right is that like uh lux and victor have the exact same identity which is the problem I think that's yeah more of the problem and so that's why i think that uh, victor needs to have his identity changed in some way yeah. because lux isn't the problem yeah. here lux, lux isn't is the problem, problem. victor anything, is the problem should, yeah i was gonna say if anything lux should do more damage and victor should do less damage but have more util but i don't know about the i don't have the answer I, yeah. I, I 100% agree. Like, your all cost parry should not be an item holder for a one star. <laughs> yeah, so, so essentially, what you're doing when you play AP yeah. in this set is you're using a one cost to hold for a four cost that holds yeah. for a five cost. Oh, that holds for a five cost, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that we doesn't. Are generating... we yeah. are speeding up a three cost tank that uh, comes from an econ trade. Yeah. That's pretty easy to three star. I'd like to I'd like to bring something up with you that I've been thinking about recently. I think yeah, the sure, level absolutely. the level three shop odds at level eight are too high. Yeah. yeah, I actually kind of agree. There's not there's not that much difference between rerolling, um, rerolling uh, at, at at eight and seven. Also, I just want to quickly answer a question in the chat. Yeah, Do you yeah. Like Alzahar at all in the Arcus Disney? No, no, no. So I did mention Alzahar is an out. So like. Mm. If you don't hit TF early, you usually just roll down a 3-2 for Vex 2 and uh, Malzahar 2. Like, Malzahar is your mid-game, basically. And if you hit, and if you, like, you hit, you natural more Malzahars, you can just play Malzahar 3 with, like, 6 Arcanist, with, like, 6 Arcanist, like, Vex 2. Yeah. It's, like, pretty good. And at the same well, time, yeah. you can also move your TF items to Malzahar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... And you don't have to keep Mal's 3. So you can yeah, move yeah. your 1-cost items. Oh, yeah, you, you yeah. don't need to transfer from Mal's to Lux. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mal's no. Mal's probably Exactly. I also think that's a huge fucking problem, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> that feels good. That feels like, look, I, I agree with Fish in the chat. Yeah. And I don't think Malzahar's overpowered. Malzahar should be cool. Yeah. Yeah, one of the one of the things that I really like is how much input Mort had on Arcane. Yeah. Yeah. So I really like that Mort was in there like, what if we make this unit an enforcer so I can put it in my TFT set? 
<laughs> Look, I don't I think mean, there's anything. I don't think there's there's literally no no correlation. I what the reason that I wanted to talk about Arcane was because the units in this set are very thematically related to the TV show. But it wasn't out when set six dropped. So we had no idea like we have no idea why all of the units in the set are important. You're wondering why freaking Jace was an enforcer. Yeah. <laughs> why, is, why is this Jace guy an enforcer? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Oh, that's why he's an enforcer. Yeah. So, look, now, let, I, I, let's put a cap on that. I just want to say I agree with the yeah. chat in the yeah, sense yeah. that... If this broken... Honestly, really I'd good. rather fucking play TF2 than any Lux in Stage 4. Yes! And that me. feels bad. That feels Dude, fucking bad. Yeah. Especially since because he's sitting there, and if like yeah. your frontline dies, he's basically like yeah. carding people in the face as they're attacking him, and he's healing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's just like passively healing the whole time. Um, whatever the the way that the AP tree currently exists is incredibly lopsided, basically. Yeah, for sure. So that that needs to be a high priority fix, I think, basically. Yeah. Anyway, I, let's. Yeah, let's... I'm honestly like pretty happy with most of it. To be completely honest, it's just for me, it's just that like Lux and Victor just share the same identity, which makes it slightly unexpected. Yeah. Like, this Victor unit is just a better Lux. Like, why why would I ever bother carrying Lux? Yeah. Exactly. I like that. I like that. Arcanist has its own frontline that's like separate to all the other frontlines, right? Mm. I like that you get to play around like Vex and Flame instead of like having to play the same like Braum Leona or like Mundo Zack frontline that like everyone else has to play basically. Or like yeah, know? like I like that Arcanist has its own frontline. That's kind of cool. No, I really like that too. I just think that you you'd literally rather play every other Arcanist than the except the Premier one, the Premier four cost yeah. carry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Agree. Okay. Alright, so this is a lot of uh, talk about Lux, but no, and just uh, AP in general. But I think, I think that's very, very productive. Uh, okay, moving on to like, the next wake-up column, uh, I won't talk about it too much, because like, I, despite having gained a lot of LP and having played a decent amount, I don't actually think this comp's that good. But I think it's like, I think you should go for it if you see the angle. And that's Lissandra. So, Lissandra is really weird, because it's a 3 cost comp, but it's not really a reroll comp in that if that makes any sense. Because Lissandra 3 is actually not that much better than Lissandra 2. In that like Lissandra's strength comes from the fact that uh A, she applies Borello to everything, B, she extends the fight because um she applies a uh, AD reduction, uh which is like Dazzler from step four, if people remember that. Uh and then and then C uh, when combined with GA, she um, has untargeted ability because she can all herself and, and just prolong the fight. So basically, what I'm getting at is that this is like a really, really good unit in like a store comp. And that's basically what the list comp is. It's a store comp. So the way this comp sort of works is, is uh, you ideally play it if you get Lissandra really early and you have a Morella Novicon. And then your board is essentially just Lissandra plus a bunch of like bruises. And like scholar and like a high medina, right? Until you can get to level seven, roll down for Lissandra two, plus a bunch of uh, enchanters and uh, scholars. So you play stuff like Tarek, Seraphine, Oriana, Janna to basically just like put your opponent in like shield and heal hell, basically. Just keep shielding, you keep healing. Meanwhile, the whole team is dying of Mar Marilla Novicon. 
But, uh, yeah, I don't think this comp's actually that good if you reward for the Thunder 3. And ideally, you want to go up to, like, level 8 and level 9 so you can play stuff like Yumi uh, in your comp, and then it gets really good. Or, not even. Like, I, I think that this comp, like, probably caps out at, like, top 2. I don't even know if we can win lobby. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Those are general thoughts on Lyft so far, from, from having played, like, like, 10 games of Lyft. Look, I'll listen to, I'm going to listen to you on this one. We had a discussion about Lyft on your stream the other day. I don't yeah, think it's yeah, very yeah. good. But I will say that I think that it's not very good for a very specific reason. There is a better comp slash carry for a yeah, gain can, mana, yeah, heal, yeah. and stall comp, and that's and that's Seraphine. So yeah, let me just say I don't think like I think rerolling for list three is fine. It's very item dependent though. I des you actually need three perfect items on it. I think which requires yeah. two tiers. It's also a different yeah. build tree. If you if you go for list three, right? If you it's a different build tree. Mm, you're absolutely. Building the list, you're building a list to one shot with that ulti, not to like kill everything with Morello instead. If that's yeah. Means, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like probably like JG, Shojin, and then like Gunblade or something. And then yeah, you're building it to like one shot and like just kill it. Yeah, I desperately think that you need to heal yourself with the Sandra because. Yeah. With if you're building, it's like. Yeah. yeah. If you're going for list three, you cannot play yeah. Lissandra without self heal, basically. Agree, agree. Because you desperately, if you ult yourself, shit, it's over. Like the this fucking round's over, you lose, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because you need to be continuously ulting. Like you need to ult yeah, their, yeah, yeah. you need to initially yeah. ult their front line, burst, burst their front line essentially, so the rest of your units can do damage. You then need to walk forward and burst their back line again, which basically one shots the back line. So if you're doing that and you ult yourself, you don't kill the you don't kill the backline, which basically gives yeah. your most of your opponent's comps enough time to kill you. Mm -hmm. um, so I think if oh, you're yeah, if no. you're gonna go for Lissandra three, go for the healing. Yeah. So you continue. For sure, for sure. Um, I'll say that I think that like um, so I think that the reason to play Lis over uh, Seraphine is that like Lis comes online a lot earlier. Yeah. So like you won't be like a lot of time you won't be in the perfect spot to play seraphine if that makes sense uh and the thing with this is is that like i mean at least the way i played the comp was like i i basically secondary and, and third carried seraphine and oriana as like my like extra damage yeah like, lissandra was like just like the like, lissandra was like the glue of the comp but like i i ran a lot of extra shit to like yeah do damage because this by itself is not enough damage like that's mm. i agree yeah, you sort of need the you sort of need to combine it with the other units for it to really oh. really be good. Yeah, yeah. I also think that it's not. I actually think in that instance it's really good to roll for Tarek three as well, because a lot of the times yeah, it'll I, heal it'll yeah. heal Alessandra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's still comes if you, if you natural love Tarek, right? I think Tarek yeah. Three is like. I actually think that not enough people roll for Tarek three. I it's like literally I don't see it yeah, in any it's, games. It's kind of sleeper. It's pretty sleeper. I mean, I don't I don't roll for it, but I think yeah. you're right. the numbers are pretty hard, man. So I roll for I roll for Tarek three reasonably often as someone that's played like a lot of ape like a lot of Lux slash Victor and Seraphine in the last like yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of week or so. I roll for Tarek three quite a lot. I find it really really good. I don't think it needs a nerf. I think it's like where it should be for a kind of like healing unit. Yeah, sure. yeah. Um, I think it's fine, right? I think it's like it's yeah, good but fair. it's okay. good but fair. Good but Agreed. Fair. Yeah, yeah. It's worth it's the gold. Like it's worth the gold. But it also yeah, doesn't. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't feel bad after that. It doesn't feel like unfun to play against stuff. Yeah, it's not set five like super tank level where going infinite. It's just good. Like, yeah, it, it's big heal, stays alive for quite a while. Good util, but yeah, not broken, but good. Yeah, 
yeah, and it's it's not like it's not a waste, basically, is what I'm trying to get at there. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Mm. But uh, yeah, I, th I think this is like good, and you can play it if you like. You have the angle. It's like especially good early. I would say that's the thing. It's especially good early because it lets you streak, and then you can play from a streak basically. Yeah. Oh, Nolan says Echo Three with Utah Islands pretty underrated. No, 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 no. Echo Three is not underrated. Echo Three is so fucking good. Like, oh, okay, we didn't talk about Echo Three in the in the Katarina discussion. Okay, I'm gonna briefly touch on Echo Three. Echo Three is so fucking good. That unit is. Oh, that's. Echo 3 is actually a win condition in Katarina. Like, that's the yeah. reason you win lobbies with that comp, is Echo 3. Echo 3 gets way too much value off of... Like, you can play fucking any items on Echo. Bro, I want to fucking lobby with, like, Static Shiv... Yeah. Fucking, like, Static Shiv Frozen Heart, like, Redemption Echo or something. Echo 3. Yeah. And that shit's so I mean, fucking good. Yeah, I mean, the thing with Echo is, like, if you just read what he does, it's just like, holy fuck, this unit does so much. Yeah. It attacks me buffs, it frozen the hearts... And, like, it applies for relo to everything it hits as well, so it's like, bro, the unit is so good. Yeah, Echo 3, Echo is really overtuned as a unit in general. I actually think that not enough people use Echo as an item holder in the mid-game. Yeah, agree, agree. Actually, you don't, yeah, need, yeah, yeah. you don't need Assassin, you don't need, like, yeah, anything with it. You can just play Echo 2, and it's good. You play Echo 1, like, he's yeah. good. Like, yeah. He frozen hearts, he attacks these buffs, he's just good. Like, mm. it's so good. Yeah, it's actually, like... Yeah, okay, exactly. And I'll talk about it in the context of Trundle, like another comp, a, a comp that utilizes Echo as well, really effectively. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, really, yeah. really, really good with bruises, Echo. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, so yeah. good. Yeah, we didn't talk about enough. We don't talk about Echo enough. Like, yeah. Echo holds a lot of these comps together. It needs, oh, it needs a big yeah. nerf, Echo, I think. Desperately. Maybe not a big nerf. But maybe oh, no, I, I actually, I legitimately think that they need to take. Oh, really? They I, need to I take the the attack speed slow out of it. Yeah, low-key. Yeah, I actually yeah. think that Echo buffing his teammates is perfectly fine. That's fine, agree. I think that one of those two things needs to go. Either it slows or I mean, it helps you. Yeah. It, it shouldn't I mean, do I, both, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, this is, um, what's it called? Uh, I think we're going on so many tangents. I think tangents good. Um, a lot of people who probably didn't have PB didn't, probably don't know that, like, Seraphine used to attack speed slow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was removed like the third day of PvE because it was so broken. Like, yeah. So, so Seraphine's ultimate, like on PvE, like until the third day, was basically like kill your team, do damage, and attack speed debuff every enemy it hits. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's just that just goes to show how strong it is to uh. Yeah. Like, attack speed slow. And I think we're we're at the stage of this set where there's a lot of champions that don't have enough in their kit, and a lot of champions that have way too much. That's true, yeah. I think, I think we can definitely agree on that. Like, I, it's really fucking hard to win lobbies with units that don't have excessive stuff in their kit, basically, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Like, I've been playing quite, like, to sort of test. We didn't discuss it, but Warwick reroll is something that's, like, yeah. relatively... Yeah, I... I, I didn't want to include it just because I, I personally have literally never played it, but, like, I know it's yeah. especially So I did a lot of testing for it for this episode specifically and i know that yeah, we're not yeah, touching yeah. on it i will just bring it up well, quickly I mean, if, you, if you played a bunch of it like feel free to talk yeah about it. and i, I just I the, played it at all. the main thing i want to say is like warwick gets attack speed and heals a little bit of his autos yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. contrast that to what echo does <laughs> you know yeah, I see what you mean. No, and no, they're no, both no, units no, that no. you want to roll for essentially yeah it's, like, it's the whole um it's, it's the whole uh our champions don't have overloaded fixed me. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that there are some champions in this set yeah. that have like the simplest like two line ability, and then the other champions that just have a fucking wall of text as their ability. Yeah, <laughs> and I think we're stuck. Um, we're stuck a little bit in the sense that the units that came out of PBE relatively unscathed are yeah, yet yeah. to be nerfed, basically. Echo. I think Socialite's fine, I think, really. I think Socialite is really happy. fine. I'm, I'm actually pretty happy with Socialite. The only thing problematic with it is it's interacting with Colossus. We can get on with yeah. Socialite later on. Like, yeah. I think that <laughs> I... 20% damage is too much. Really? I think 20% damage isn't enough. Really? Wait, really? No, wait, 20% damage is not that much. Bro, damage. I put I put fucking Warwick 2 with two items on. It's... It's too oh, good. Sorry. It's way too good. No, uh, I, 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 no, no, sorry. I needed, I needed you to be a bit louder. I turned you down a little bit. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, Wait, actually? Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's no, no, I, I just evened you out because you... Um, oh, okay, I, okay, okay. Okay, that's yeah. good. Okay, because yeah. I was not even scared for a second. I was like, fuck, I know I'm loud, but like, Jesus Christ. If, no, no, uh, you, you should be fine now. That should be way better. Um, okay, okay. We're just, I was, we're also just mitigating a couple of sound issues that we were having, guys. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. hopefully that's good for Soul. Just let us know if that's good. I want to, I just, okay. I quickly, very quickly, we'll touch on the socialite. Twenty percent is yeah. too much for frontline units and too little for backline units. I think because backline units generally have a slightly uh, okay, lower. Okay, you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? I, okay, you know what? That's a good point. Okay, I agree. I agree. I actually agree. Because I think that. Is too significant for backline. Too much. For yeah. Backline. Because I think yeah. that. The, there's lower base damage on backline units yes. specifically to make yeah, up for the fact that they hide. Yeah, compared to units. So I yeah I the only issue the only issue that I have with it is that you kind you kind of need to balance yeah, the fact yeah, yeah. that if you get a frontline socialite hex, mm -hmm. and, and like, it's like way worse with like knife search as well. Like, yeah, augments like that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Or yeah, any yeah. buff like Jace one, yeah, in two in socialite two. Yeah, is yeah, too yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Is oh, way yeah. too good. Twenty yeah, percent mana damage. making him like uh, yeah, like uh, endless cost. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and that that yeah. goes for like that goes for like stuff like Warwick, and it goes for stuff like Yone. Mm -hmm. yeah, sure. Um, it goes for stuff like Galio as well, which we'll get onto. It's just too we much. To it's that, too much yeah. for frontline units. So if they're willing to keep socialite the way that it is, I do actually think that like some of the backline units could use a bit of a help when it comes yeah. to like base okay. damage. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. I think it's tricky to balance, but like I, I definitely agree on those points. I mean, I don't have, yeah. I don't pretend to have the answer, and like we could sit here and argue forever. But um, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think I think the last thing of it is that I agree, it's a bit too good for frontline and a bit too weak for backline. Except for mana yeah. generation, is like okay for you still, but the damage portion is like not that good for backline. Yeah, and I've sort of gone full circle on socialite. I originally thought that like one was good, hmm. two was good, and three was bad. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. And now I think that one's broken. Two is insanely overpowered and three is meh. Yeah, basically. Okay, okay, for me, okay, I think for me, I learned somewhere between that. I think three is meh. I think one is good, and I think two is like, yeah. Oh, two is really fucking good because you can always just put your util unit on the socialite hex, right? You yeah. always put a random like Oriana, Seraphine, and the fight like it's what five mana per second is just so strong. It's so much extra mana. It's way too good, especially because a lot of comps cap out with two scholar. It's really yeah, easy yeah. to cap out with two scholar. It's just Janna and Yumi. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much every comp does right. that. Let's move on. That was a good tangent, though. Like, that yeah, was yeah. a good tangent. Guys, look, we did say that this would be a more relaxed fit episode. We're just sort of talking yeah, yeah, the yeah. shit. We don't have a guest to impress. It doesn't matter. We're not talking about the Arcanist Cup. We are talking about the Arcanist yeah. Cup 
next week, and we will get into yeah, that yeah, yeah. in we'll, the we'll in save the Arcus for next week. In the post show, sure. we'll talk about Arcanist Cup. Yeah, um, for sure, for sure. And we'll work on that. But for All now, right. we're just talking shit about the meta, basically. Pretty much. All right. Let's. Uh, so the last like three cost like comp I have listed is uh, Samira. Uh, I can't say too much about Samira other than the fact that like to me, Samira feels like this sets. I mean, it's, it's not only near as fun to play. It's not only near as satisfying to play. But it feels like this sets Yasuo, like in from from set mm. five in that like it's really good if you hit it from box and you can win streak early with it. But you can't really force it. It's not that good if you're not naturally a lot of Samiras. Uh, and, and it's also temporal light in that you kind of need to be on a win streak. You kind of need to have items for it. You kind of need to be ahead to do well with it. But uh, if you are ahead, it's pretty good. Uh, the Samira items are pretty straightforward. Uh, a lot of guides will tell you, like, Infinity Edge, Last Whisper, plus, like, whatever the fuck. Uh, but uh, realistically, it's just it's just three damage items. Samira can literally use anything. Like, Runin, Rageblade, Giant Slayer, like, Deathblade. Doesn't matter. Like, just put three damage items on your Samira and she'll kill things. Yeah. Uh, the most important thing in this comp is probably just hitting Samira 2 really early. Like, because yeah. Samira 2, especially on, like, stage 3, is so freaking overpowered, especially with uh, Imperial. But other than that, it's pretty straightforward to play. Uh, you hit Samira 2, you go level 7, you reroll for Samira 3, play a bunch of Imperials, play a bunch of frontline units, and, uh, like, play, like, one Challenger. That, that's just basically the mm. board. I but, think yeah. that... Oh, sorry, and to add one more thing, sorry, real quick. It gets really, really good against four for one. That the the augment that makes it so that uh, as your units die, they feed uh, your tyrant more max HP. So your tyrant's gonna be Samira, right? Yeah. So if you have all for one, it's a lot better. But... All, all for one is the difference between Samira being a top four comp and Samira being like a winning lobby comp. I think uh, a top, top one comp, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Samira three is really good, but it cannot win a lobby, like eventually. Because mm. shit just gets in its face. It can't kill stuff yeah, in its yeah, face yeah. all the time. Like it's I have front to back, right? Yeah, it really front is a front to back unit. If if your comp is moving towards the enemy comp, Samir is like probably one of the like probably literally one of the best units in the game. Like it's so good. Oh, and that, that counts for basically any challenges. If the challenge is like resetting and coming towards you, they're like the best units in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but if, if they get stuck, oh boy. Yeah. If they get stuck, if yeah. you're like if, if your comp is I'm just gonna use like very simple terms. Like, if their comp is walking towards you, they're gonna fucking win. If your comp is walking yeah, towards Samira, walk like yeah, yeah. that is that is when you know that you're like have a really good chance to win the fight. Yeah, for sure. Samira sure. is like significantly weaker when stuff is piling on top of it because it's yeah, all it's yeah, also yeah. a really slow resetter. Samira doesn't like use her sweep when stuff's in front and like continuously sweep over and over again. It's got to like no. auto twice sweep, and the sweep doesn't do a lot of damage at three stars. The sweep is literally like a last resort if they like yeah. close the distance with the mirror, basically. Yeah, and it shouldn't be broken, it's and it's not basically. Yeah. That's the point. So I yeah. I will just say that like things going right for Samira, it's like an A an A tier comp. I definitely think it's really good. Oh, for sure, for sure. It's um, really like, hard to hit your units if, like, there's a fucking yeah, cap, yeah. cap player in your lobby, and if there's, like, nobody yeah, yeah, else's yeah. re-rolling, it's really hard to hit Samira's, I think. There are definitely games that are, like, Samira games, and you should look to, like, play on Samira. Yeah. But, um, I think there are not that many. Like, as in, like, you should only really do it... If you have Samira from Box, you have, like, Camille 2. It's, it's probably that. It's probably, like, Camille 2 with Samira from Box, and then at least one offensive item. And then you can look for a Samira game. 
But if those statements are not true, it's not that good. Like, if you don't have, like, the Camille 2 to tank, it's, it's like, still not. Yeah, I like that. I agree. I'm pretty much in agreement on that one, I think. Sweet. All right, let's get let's keep going. All right, it's four, the four-class cons. Holy shit, if anyone watched my stream today, Jesus fucking Christ. I lost all, I lost all faith in this champion. <laughs> and we're going to talk about Jin. I've literally lost all my faith in this champion. Like, holy cow. All right. How is can I start on Jin? Can I start on Jin? Yeah, you can start. You want to say something real quick? Because I played Jin for the first two weeks of the set, right? Literally, yeah, basically, yeah, like 50 it. games of yeah, Jin. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, and I've been saying this ever since the, the PBE, basically. You yeah. cannot play Jin from behind. Agreed. It is. <laughs> Hard agreed. You will, you will lose 40 HP to bullshit yeah. every game. <laughs> actually you need to be on now. you need to be on 70 health basically yeah. Yeah, to top four much. to top four with this call yeah 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 actually because you will it's lose cool. to some bullshit i guarantee yeah, it. the board is so expensive as well the board has yeah. so many like fours and fives in it it's so expensive but uh i mean i'll start with saying like just general rundown for anyone like you know who doesn't really play so much more casual with Jin. basically it's a fast eight column uh, you gotta, you wanna want to play it from like a win streak. We have a lot of econ because the board has a lot of fours and fours and five costs. Long story short, the board consists of like a frontline plus Jin. The frontline is ideally a bodyguard frontline with like Brom and Leona and Chase, and then your backline is gonna be like Jin with like Misfortune is for sniper and then a bunch of enchanted scholars. Um, and then your Jin items are just three damage items. Can literally be anything. The Jin, Jin bis is like. Jin Biss is probably the most fake Biss, in my opinion, of like all, all the units. And that Jin just needs three damage items. It doesn't actually matter what, what his damage items are. Because Jin, Jin, Jin will either like full grief your fight or pop off either way. Like, no matter how good your items are. Um, and then that's pretty much like the Jin board. Uh, I will say, part of the reason why Jin feels particularly bad right now is because of what's. because of the targeting bug. And for people who don't know, basically for the entirety of the current patch, there's been a bug. Uh, that's existed, where after a unit casts their spell, uh, they will basically switch to a different target than the one they were initially hitting. Uh, this is especially problematic on a unit like Jin because the way Jin's AI behaves is that he will curtain call in the direction of the unit he just shot. But the issue is, is that right now when he curtain calls, he just randomly picks a new target. Yeah. So there's no way for you to like properly position Jin right now. You just, it's just... Pr- just hope and pray he doesn't grieve every fight, and it's uh, yeah, great. You had a discussion <laughs> on your stream yesterday that I'd like to bring yeah. back when it comes to Jin. Mm-hmm. You talked about yeah. like the usefulness of IE early on. Yeah, okay. Um, I'd like to bring this up in the context of Jin because Jin yeah. cannot function without IE Last Whisper, basically. Really, I don't know I, if that's true. I uh... th- basically what is going it's like it's the, the front lines yeah. that exist now. You cannot kill with Jin if you do not have IE Last Whisper. Really? I'm telling you right now. I get brambled all the time. Yeah, you get brambled. That's why you need Last Whisper to kill anything. Yeah, but Last Whisper doesn't even do anything. Like, well, they just, do need to buff Last Whisper. That's another story. Yeah, Last Whisper doesn't even help against brambled is the thing, right? But, uh, I mean... Yeah, I will just uh, say that you need it. You literally need it because you have zero hope otherwise. I mean, my opinion is that the strength of Jin doesn't come from Jin. If that makes sense. It's from feeding in legendary units like Jason that actually make yeah. the board good. Like Jin will kill everything if the fight lasts long enough. 
But the fight never lasts long enough without Jace to give me one. Is the issue. Hmm. Yeah, and I think Tyrus is also really good. Agreed. I also think that people have been playing Jin wrong for as long as Jin has existed in this comp. It is not... It is a fast 8 board. The fast 8 board yeah. is significantly worse than playing Innovators. And you would also yeah. rather... You would also rather play AP if you were going to play Innovators. Yeah, like... You so would... I... You need yeah, it the same yeah. way that you need to play Seraphine, basically. Everything needs yeah. to heal infinitely and stay alive long enough for Jin to pick a fucking target that makes it, any it, sense. It's 80 Seraphine, essentially. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's because 80 Seraphine. You, yeah. you need to stay alive long enough for Jin yeah. to hit a backline unit. Yeah, I agree. If yeah. you don't do that, you do not win fights with Jin, basically. Yep. Unless yep. somehow it targets the backline. These are, these are all true statements. I, I mostly agree with pretty much all of them. So I think when, that... when it comes from playing Jin yeah. from, from a, like a fast eight board, yeah. play something else. Uh, what play... matters on Jin? I mean, his best... Jin's best... Okay, so to answer Spitz's question real quick, uh, if you really want... I would not recommend playing like this. But if you really want to like get the best items possible on Jin, it's Infinity Edge, Lost Whistle, plus probably Giant Slayer. But like... Yeah. You might that, that if you if you play a lot of Jin, that might happen like one every like ten games. Because the way you should play items is like you should try to like slam your items as early as possible, depending on what you get. So like it's really hard for you to get those like three perfect items every. Yeah. So realistically, like it's gonna be like Infinity Edge plus like some other like random item, like maybe like a Giant Slayer or like a Death Slayer or like a Rage Blade. Yeah. Just because like you couldn't make perfect items. The other problem is if there's any AP players in your lobby, you have to have a healing item. Uh, yeah, somewhat true. Yeah. Because in ult, if, a... if you hit ult, yeah. if you, if Jin ults before yeah, Victor yeah. lasers, Jin, yeah, he gives him mana. Jin yeah, ult yeah, will, yeah. Jin ult will heal him, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gives him mana. Um, I think you can get away with it if you play, like, three, uh, Enchanter. If you have, like, Stunner plus, like... I'm telling you right now, it doesn't, it doesn't fucking Drake. matter. It doesn't fucking really? matter. Really? I feel like you can sometimes get away with it. If you're sometimes. Actually, I think behind... Sometimes it's I not mean, enough I times. Think, well, I think I think behind you can never get away with it. I, I yeah. 100% agree. Yeah. You can never get away with being behind, but I think ahead, like, you can stack the HP to get to the level 9 board, and then, like, it doesn't matter at that point. Because your, your util is so strong that, uh, you know, you, you still be able to beat them, but, uh... Getting mm. to level 9 board's really hard. <laughs> you, you don't survive. Getting to level 9 board's really, you really hard. You literally don't survive. Like, that's... that's... No, you really so don't. you realistically need Oriana two, Seraphine two, Janna two, Yumi two, oh. Jin two, Jace two. Jace two, Braum two, Leo two. I feel like we named like ten units, but yeah. And then good. there you go. You've got a good board, basically. Yeah. Oh, um, that, that board's the first. That board's actually yeah. the first. That board's actually good. And I'm telling you right now that five innovators is better than that. Agreed. When it comes to when it comes to like survivability. Because it's way yeah. easier I mean, to get, and it saves you so much health in the yeah, mid game. We, we can we can transition this into like talking about just innovators in general. Um, yeah, we can we can keep talking about like Jin in the context of innovators, but I, I think it would be good to use this as a segue into innovators. Yeah. So like, I think innovators does unlock the potential of Jin in that like both the bear and the dragon, I believe, give like Jin big like stat boosts. Right? Mm, definitely. Yeah, and, and the Jin actually kills things. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah. The, heart, the, the, the difference I will say is if you're playing Innovator Jin, you cannot yeah. play Misfortune. You need a healing reduction item. You can't you, right. in your in your capped board. You don't play MF because there's no right, fucking right, room right. for it because you need five yeah, or seven Innovators. Yeah. Because you're yeah, literally yeah. playing shit like Ezreal and Singe in your end game <laughs> board. Yeah, 
You just don't play sniper at that point, right? Which so you never you never play sniper unless you go like some in some rare occasions you can play Caitlyn yeah, at, yeah. at nine because it gives you enforcer. I'll just say but like you... you don't play MF. You need a healing reduction item. It is so I important. Actually... I need to do this more now that I know that it's an actual comp, but like I haven't actually played enough innovators. So when you play like my question is like when you play like uh innovator gin, uh do you just play um is it still good even with the bear, if that makes sense? Like if you just play like five inno, or do you need the dragon? How important is dragon? To play gin? Dragon. It's like gin, because I know I know in Seraphine you can you can get away with the bear. In Seraphine yeah. the bear is actually good enough. The bear's fine because it Jin, full heals dragon, every time right? that Seraphine hits it. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. But I imagine in Jin you need the dragon, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, because you, you also you need shit to stop fucking attacking you. <laughs> That's the dragon fears. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the dragon fears, so it buys you infinite time. Yeah, exactly. The infinite time is less necessary with Seraphine because you have infinite healing. Healing, yeah. yeah, yeah so definitely. if you do not hit seven innovator it's still yeah. fine to play seraphine basically is yeah, what i'm saying agree. yeah 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 yeah. Um, yeah like um so like the problem then just becomes that the comp is so niche if that makes any sense because yeah. you only really deal with innovator salt or like you high roll like a like two innovator emblems right but like yeah yeah basically the comp is like comp becomes so niche but yeah for sure yeah it is doable oh. i will just say if you're gonna play innovators just assume you're playing ap at the end of the game yeah, it's a super seraphine, right? Is what yeah. I'm like thinking. For sure. Yeah. And I try. Uh, we can like, transition this. I, I just want to. I just want to quickly say, yeah. when innovator like AP innovators was first getting popular, people were yeah. playing Oriana carry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, stop it if you're still doing it. Stop it, basically. Uh, I need to okay secondary carry, but she's not your main carry. Carry the carry seraphine. You it's cannot you cannot carry Oriana unless it's three star. I'm telling you right now. Even then, you really? still fucking lose half the time. I, I mean, okay, but how, how do we define carry? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna assume we're defining carry. Main dealer. damage dealer. Main damage yeah, main dealer. Damage. You cannot main really damage deal Oriana. Yeah, but, I agree. Yeah, but I think Ori's really good secondary though, right? Like yeah. yeah. Spare spare. Like, Ori was just random items. Spare tier on Oriana. Like spare tier items on Oriana. Great, perfectly fine. Yeah. But it is not. It is not the carry in innovators it cannot be yeah yeah um we can transition this in like seraphine and like I i've been looking trying to look for the angle now now that i actually like understand how the cop works and like i i can mm -hmm. see people play it uh from like i mean actually you've played the comp a lot more right significantly i basically, so. I basically played it for about, about a week straight okay yeah. do you just want to talk about the comp? you want do you want to talk instead about the comp because like i feel like if i talk about it yeah. I, everything I say is just theoretical because I haven't actually played. If it. you don't hit Seraphine before four one, you have to roll for to zero gold until you find one, at least. Right, right. Basically, you basically roll until you find Seraphine. Sometimes you'll hit Seraphine too, like maybe you'll have thirty yeah. gold left. That's great, whatever. You have to roll until you, uh, you have a Seraphine at level seven. Do, do you ever do you ever play this comp when you don't have this like the innovator opener? No. No. No, right? You never transition it. That's what I'm thinking, right? You never transition into this comp. This is just, it's always, you only do this if you started with innovators, right? I've only had success transitioning to this comp once, ever. Yeah. And it's okay. because what I the, hit, what was the, what was the it's because I got innovators bat off um, right. a tome dropped from 3.5. Yeah. Oh, sorry, dropped from 3.7. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, right, 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 yeah. It's and... like, <laughs> there's no way you could like roll for like fucking ones and twos. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, if you don't start yeah. Ezreal 2 Singe 2, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or get a Hymer Resilient out of a box. Forget playing Seraphine. You yeah. cannot roll at 4-1 to hit Ezreal 2. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, for sure, for sure. 
Like, yeah, yeah. Who do you useless. want? Who do you use to hold your therapy items? That's a really good question. So, very, very interestingly, yeah. Heimendinger. Okay, right. You have to save yourself a Heimendinger, basically. Right, so you can remake, basically, right? Yeah. I was gonna ask, but I feel like this would be pretty good, no? To hold Seraphine items? You know how I feel about Lissandra. Like, I feel like this is probably pretty good, though, because you get to keep the Hiver and then list the, the business exactly. Yeah. It basically... We've even discussed that you want to transition from this to Seraphine, though. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's, it's, yeah, a reasonable, yeah. it's a reasonable hold, Lissandra. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just okay. say that... I mean, I'm talking... This is theory, though. Yeah, yeah. Play it, man. I'm, I'm just saying, like, Heimer does a good enough job, basically. Okay. I mean, Heimer is good. That's for sure. Yeah, Heimer's a good unit. So okay. it's totally fine. I don't mind if you put it on Lissandra. It's good as well. I have yeah. played it. I just, yeah. like, every time I play this, I feel like... It's probably I just a matter of uh, what you're natural, right? It's probably just... Yeah. Of... And I think that there's a lot of issues because you're basically a, a fucking hold on to level 7 comp, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're not like you don't lose a lot of health if you're playing innovators, really. Because no, because your comp is innately strong early, right? Like yeah. S two stage two is innately good early. Yeah. Yeah, I will say as well that mm -hmm. like, it is honestly totally fine to put AP items on Camille on stage two and stage three. Yeah, because I mean you're gonna sell Camille anyway. Yeah, you sell Camille. But if you get early Camille two. I mean, I put AD items, AP items, tank items. Like, I just fucking put everything. Yeah, like, I mean, you can, you can, like, if you don't have, like, a Morello holder, you can just, like, Morello Camille, and, like, it's fine. Yeah. Totally fine, right? I would also say so that if you're, if you're going to Morello Camille, it cannot be front middle row, basically. You need to actually, yeah, put it, yeah, 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 yeah. you need to put it behind the singed and the scarab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't have, a, like, tank everything. Yeah, great. Um, I think the most, right, yeah, yeah, you basically, you cannot frontline Camille. Yep, for sure, for sure. Alright, I think, um, it is pretty good for, like, innovators. Uh, I think it's, like, pretty much, like, look to play it if, um, you obviously have, like, an inno start. Um, uh, it's, like, a no-brainer force if you start with, like, innovator soul from a prismatic orbit. Like, it's just a no-brainer yeah. force. Force the comp. Hard fucking uh, force that shit can... every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like Innovator Heart is like also really good. Okay, like Innovator Heart, like that's also really really good. Basically, like I think Innovators is the comp that benefits the most from like Hearts because it just lets you fit in better units. Because yeah. you don't have to play like Ezreal, you don't have to play like Singed and stuff, right? Exactly. Eventually, you just like start taking shit out of the comp. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right. Um, uh, okay, cool. So, are we happy with that? Yeah, you know? I just want to wrap up on Seraphine very quickly. Okay, sure, um, sure, sure. Go for it. Go for it. She is not a spell crit carry. Yeah, correct. Yeah, you absolutely. cannot put IEJG on Seraphine. Sure, it looks absolutely. cool. Sometimes it will kill stuff. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm prefacing this when I say sometimes. Her base it's damage, her base damage base is low. Low, low yeah, very, very low base damage. Her best items are Shojin, Morellos, and Gunblade. Is it, wait, is it the Archangel? Wait, 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 wait. No, no. Gun, Gunblade is really good. Really? I'm telling, I'm telling you oh, right now. It, it's it, team it, one. It, yeah, I got it. Yeah, I get it. Cause he the whole oh, point okay. is to stay alive for as long as possible. Oh, I like it. Okay, Gunblade is really good. I do not mind. Oh, I do not mind archangels. Yeah. I will just tell you right now, yeah. extra rods yeah, yeah, yeah. are really good on a Jace that won't die. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Using but besides, you can, you can also just arch the uh, Ori instead. Or Jace. 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 Jace gets 
Wait, is that actually Jason Nevin dying? Yeah. Okay. I mean, Jess doesn't die. Jess doesn't die. Jason okay. never dies because yeah, he's yeah, healing Tarek is healing him. Seraphine is healing him. Janna is healing him. Oriana is is healing. I'm not. I'm. It is not always better. I mean, you never agree with this, right? Like, I keep trying to preach this. Like, like, it's just anyone who listens to the podcast. When we talk about this items, we're talking about like a one in ten world. Basically, if you natural the perfect item combination, this is what you should play. Yeah, like you never agree with this hard. It's basically a one in ten. Yeah, it's like if you're sitting on Archangel, just fucking slam Archangel on your Seraphine. Don't wait, you know. Let me just say, right. you cannot play Seraphine without Shoji Morellas. I agree, agree, agree. I mean, but those are, not, those are not difficult to get. No, no, no. It's really easy to pull those last, Those last three, those last items are harder to get. Yeah, because um, Shoji Morellas, they're just four separate components. So it's really, yeah. really, there's no duplicates no involved. So it's really, really easy to mm. natural them over the course of a game. It's also so very you difficult have because you should win streak state. You should be win streaking stage four, basically. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you had a you know you had an innovator start right like yeah. your early game should be like hell. yeah you should have reason you should you'll have reasonable health and you should be win streaking in stage four meaning you're not going to get a preferred high tier item at the end of at the end of like in the middle of stage four which often means yeah, that sure. you miss out on Jace mm-hmm. go level eight basically at four five yeah. a lot of the time yeah. in that comp yeah. just go level eight yeah. go level eight get yourself back to thirty gold. Or forty gold by five one, and then just try and yep. hit. Basically, you just have to time everything. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never. Also, I mean, if you have any innovative bonuses in the comp, don't go level nine. Roll for Seraphine three every time. We've talked about a lot mm-hmm. of like how fake level nine is in this comp. You yeah, do yeah, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like in general, but you do not need no. Jace two to win lobbies with this. Yeah, yeah, because Jace with Jace one with like all the support and like items is gonna be like good enough, right? Well, either like, your I, either I, your Jace has three like two or three yeah. socialite, or yeah, your yeah. or your Seraphine has socialite, so she's ulting more often. Plus, he's, he's just getting endless amounts of like shields and heals. He's just never gonna die. Yeah, like, even though he's one star. So he's Jace never die. dies yeah, until they gut Jace, basically, which they will. <laughs> no, 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 they're not gonna die. There's no way they're gonna die. Copy, copy. I really hope they don't gut Jace. I actually like Jace. They will. I, I just. Yes. Want... Super. I just want them to buff cannon jays. I really just want them to buff cannon jays. Like I think I think Oh maybe just buff melee maybe just buff melee just a little bit. Maybe maybe just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think cannon jays is like illegally terrible right now. Cannon jays really needs to. Alright, so we've talked about we talked about your uh, innovators. Alright, let's keep going. Um let's talk about uh the boogeyman. The other boogeyman of the format. <laughs> the, <laughs> that would be Yone. That would be Yone Vertical. <laughs> or Chinese Yone, as some people call it. Um, but long story short, it's a vertical comp, meaning that you are focused on playing around a single synergy. That synergy is going to be challenges. Uh, you want to play either six or eight challenges, depending on the spats, you know, depending on units. Uh, six is typically what you run, but eight is really, really good if you can hit it. Uh, your carry is going to be Yone. Yone is going to be your main damage dealer. Um, but you have a lot of secondary carries. Touch on those in a moment. Uh, Yone has one item that's important. Only a single item, and that's Guardian Angel. He's really, really bad without Guardian Angel. You absolutely need Guardian Angel. Uh, the reason why, part of the reason why is because um, basically Yone's clone, when he, uh, you know, he splits into, he, like he summons like a clone that also attacks. Yone's clone keeps attacking when he's like reviving Guardian Angel. So like, <laughs> and his clone is untargetable and doesn't take damage, right? Yeah. So, yeah. It's kind of self-explanatory why Guardian Angel is good. Um, and then it's just two damage items. It can literally be anything, but his best one is going to be Runin. Because uh, Runin lets you hit backline units. 
Um, but other than that, the comp is like really, really easy to play. You literally just play all the challenges, and then maybe like one or two utility units. Um, and I would like to touch on the fact that the comp is really, really augment dependent as well. In that, if you have the right augments, it goes from like good to like just straight up like, like broken. Like if you have like on guard, which just disarms everything, you can have like thrill of the hunt two or three, like your units never die. You have like exiles, your units have like massive shields. Yeah, so that's like your name. That wasn't too long. <laughs> that was super quick. Let me ask you a hypothetical yeah. question. If they do, sure, sure. if they nerf. Yone, like they nerf set for mm. Philios, is he shit? Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Just for, for, while Sol thinks I about think this, he, for I everybody that doesn't know. Yeah, yeah, me too. I also so think he becomes. We can touch on Sephora Aphelios real quick. Yeah, yeah I just want to say that, like, for those of you who didn't know, Aphelios was very similar, where he had turrets in set four yeah. that would stay alive and attack while he was in Guardian Angel, making it. making Basically, turn like turning in. Uh, like a an A tier unit into an S plus tier unit, and after that, <laughs> and after they nerfed it, he was basically never as good. He was never. He was, ne he was same, never as yeah. good. He it was, was about so bad. It and wasn't like, bad, but it was people bad. still played it and still did fine with it. I'm just play. telling you, it was so much more balanced. And I'm just telling you right was, now that if they yeah. do that to Yon, Yon is going to be shit. It is current state. It is current state for yeah. sure. Uh, they would have to do some other things to compensate buff if they remove the Guardian Angel interaction. Mm. Um, honestly, the biggest issue with Yone is that so much of his power is tied up in his clone. It's like mm. the issue with Yone, right? Because the clone is everything to Yone. Like, the clone is what gives Yone like, backline access. It gives him sustain. It literally gives him everything. It doubles his DPS output. Yeah. So... Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think that, uh, I think the GA interaction is pretty unhealthy, though. I think that it probably should go, because it feels really uninteractive to play against. Like, it feels pretty bad, but, like, you kill the Yone, but then, like, he's in, he's reviving, and then his clone is just killing your entire backline. You're just like... <laughs> you're just like, bro, I can't do anything. And I'll um, just say this, put any... Yeah. If you're looking for, like, how do I play Yone? I want to play Yone. Six challenges sounds really cool. Put his items on literally any other challenger. And just swap them when you hit Yone. Basically. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a good way. I would say Yone is like, if, 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 there's, uh, if there's anyone like a sponsor, like almost like one trick a comp, this stat, like not stat, like this patch, it's probably Yone. Yone is like one of the most beginner friendly comps to play right now because Yone has extremely flexible roll timings and that you can roll. Yone is like the only comp right now that, like, the only like, all cost comp right now that I think is like actively really good when you roll at 4 1 for it. Because. Yeah. Besides Yone, all the other units are twos and threes. So it's really easy to hit everything. Mm. And if you hit everything except for like Yone 2, low key, Yone 1's not even that bad. Like, if you have the full vertical, like six challenger and like good Yone items, Yone 1's actually not even that bad. Like, it'll fall off stage 5, sure. But like, on stage 4, like, your board's actually not even that bad. But it's. Yeah. If you hit Yone 2, it's. It's more like, flexible than just rolling for it at 4 1. You can roll at 3 2 and 3 5 as well, really easily yeah. in this comp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hitting, yeah, so hitting yone basically yone. hitting one yone is just like your you can do whatever you want for the rest of the game you can roll sure. basically whenever you want from that point on yeah, for sure, for sure. it's also after they know like after the sort of wave of um academy like um going up to play six academy yeah kind of fell off they, they nerfed academy vertical basically yeah, yeah after they nerfed the vertical of academy 
Nobody is picking up Yones anymore except for Yone players. It is way... a lot of Yone players, though. Yeah, it's way easier to hit. It's way easier to hit this well, one. I don't know. It's going to be... It's lobby, it's lobby dependent, dude. It is a bit lobby like dependent, lobby's... that's for sure. I feel like in my lobby, every lobby has, like, three Yone players. That cop is so contested. <laughs> yeah. I, I would just say uh, that, like, random people aren't taking your Yones anymore. If you're playing maybe like lower elos, people might be sick on it. But I'll say for sure that like at like high elos, Lene is like very respected. There are yeah. so many people who play Yone. Definitely. Yeah. I just think that like because Academy is so much worse now, mm. there's less people that are like stealing Yones. There's less people randomly playing Yone. Yeah. I'll, 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 like we can see with that. There's like there's yeah, there's no Maxi Maxi Bonnie's right. There's no random Yone to onboard. You yeah. only play Yone if you're Yone. I agree. But there's usually three Yone players. Yeah, exactly. It's the problem. There's usually three Yone players, it's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, let's move on to the five costs. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, wait, did we miss any four costs? Oh, we can really, really briefly talk about this comp. And that's Urgot. Uh, this comp is pretty bad. Uh, it's, it's only good mm -hmm. when you are playing for a win streak, so it's kind of like Jin. But uh, instead of like needing like Jace and shit, you need Jinx. Uh, you need Jinx and Yumi. Uh, and then it's like, okay. And then you might be able to win your lobby. You need Jinx like too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's Ogot. Everyone played, everyone played Infinite Ogot last patch, so we don't need to talk, yeah. really need to talk too much about Ogot. People know how to play Ogot now. It's all the everyone exact same. Yeah. You, yeah. you do not get the but, extreme benefit of just having like Ogot 1 and Jinx 1 on your board. You need both of them yeah. to start to win lobbies now, basically. Yeah, but the comp does still exist and can still do well. It's just, it is a cut above, it is a cut below the rest. Like, everything mm. else is significantly... It's, like, a reasonable amount better than it. That you should only really play it... It's like the game is literally, like, handing every unit to you. Like, yeah. I don't know. Your shop... You, like, you natural an Urgot, and your next shop was, like, Mundo Pet. And you're like, oh, okay. I guess I'm yeah. playing Urgot. Like, all right. You also kind of... You also kind of need one Chemtech-related augment, I think. Yeah, the, uh, the instant uh, injection. Instant injection really or good. chemical yeah, overload. Yeah. Like, you need one of, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This I would is say a... instant injection is the one that brings yeah. the win rate up the most. Oh, absolutely. I'm just saying, like, from the pers the, from the perspective of someone that, like, oh, I really like Urgot, I want to keep playing Urgot, <laughs> just remember that this comp... You will not top four more than you bot four with this comp if you do not hit pretty, like, excessively good... Like, excessively well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can do. I mean, it's 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 definitely like top four in a lot of lobbies I've been in. I even won some, but it's just that it's just a lot less consistent than it was before because um, yeah. I got one. It's a lot worse now. Like I got one before was serviceable. Now I got one doesn't even feel like a unit. Uh, mm. Jinx is good, kind of, but like it's kind of inconsistent as well. Really needs to be two stars. And all right, I don't really want to talk too much about go. Everyone, everyone knows this comp already. Everyone played it a lot last, last patch. Yeah, I agree. Let's keep going. Uh, so we're going to talk about five costs, right? So there's really only two five costs comps to talk about, but this one's kind of interesting. Let's <laughs> talk about the Galio comp. This is going to be all you, this one. Um... All me? Okay. Alright, so... There's this Galio comp. It's uh, kind of interesting. Um, people would call it Clapio because it's create animation. He just claps people. <laughs> um... It's a bit of a meme, but it's actually good if you hit everything. Um, and it's and not even that hard to hit everything. The long story short of it is it's good when you have Crystal Scion, uh, Galio on stage 4, 
And then the Galio needs IE plus two items. The other two don't really matter, but preferably it's like IE plus a killing. Uh, and then the uh, Galio ideally also needs attack speed from like Z-Sarald, but like that one's really hard to get. If you get it, it's really good. Uh, and then the rest of the board is literally just three socialites to buff the Galio. And this comp is basically like an auto-attack version of like the Scion comp before Scion got like reworked. So you put the Galio on the socialite hex, you never ever move to Galio. He just auto attacks everything and kills everything. And the reason why is because Colossus units have extremely high base AD. They have, because they're two units, right? It's two units of one. So Colossus units have really, really high base AD. So Galio is critting for like 600 to 700 per like auto attack. And he just kills everything with his auto. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's the comp. Uh, it, it's, it's, I would say it's literally unforceable. You, you cannot. <laughs> You cannot expect to gain LP forcing this comp. You will go ape so many times if you try to force it. But, there's a big but. It's actually really, really easy to transition into. Because it's just AD items. Like, it's just IE plus, like, two AD items. So, like, if you see a Galio in your shop at, like, 4-1, you can start to think about playing this comp. And it's actually kind of good if he hits. But yeah, that's Galio. <laughs> Interesting. Your thoughts? Your thoughts? Um... <laughs> The fact that Galio is a better AD damage dealer than Jin is hilariously sad. Jin? That's fucking sad. I was, I was literally thinking, is Jin not just an item holder for Galio? <laughs> <laughs> is Jin an item holder for Galio? Oh, that's Holy good. Fuck. That's fucking funny. Uh, I do love that this comp exists. I absolutely love this comp exists. Galio was the last freaking unit I expected to be a carry this set. It's actually so TF cool. is an item holder for Victor, and Jin is an item holder for Galio. For Galio, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's um, uh, I just want to say that, like, they should not, in any way, shape, or form, bring Colossus back in 6.5. It's really early. <laughs> it's really early. Yeah. I just want to say, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever they're trying to do with it, right yep. now has failed miserably it it's has too hard to balance. yeah it's just too hard to balance it's too hard to get right right it's and like I... too good or too bad. Yeah. yeah and i don't want i don't want to watch them fuck around with it for another <laughs> for another fucking yeah. two months i think the issue with colossus and just how star scaling innately works in this game is that one star colossus units are doomed to just be utter shit while two star colossus units are either like broken or like, you know, bad. But like, yeah. you know what I mean, right? Like they're either too heavily overstated or they're understated. There's yeah. like no real middle ground. Yeah. I haven't had a point in this set except for the three days that Scion was broken, where I saw yeah. a Scion or a Galio two star. You were happy. Yeah, you were happy. And was no, and was worried. Oh, okay, okay. okay. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean. I'm happy with what I did to Sion. Like, I actually think Sion's like a playable tank now. It's like somewhat interesting. Yeah. We did discuss this with, on the Chunga episode, right? It's good with Galio, like as a frontline. Yeah, that's it's great. It's really hard to hit. It's really, really hard to hit, but yeah. And then I'd, this I'd is before s- you figured out that this Galio carries. But yeah, sorry. Sorry to yeah. cut you off. No, yeah. I was just, I just want to finish this off by saying like, don't give yourself the headache, TFT team. Like, you don't listen to this. It's fine. Yeah. I'm just like talking yeah. into the, the ether right now. Yeah, don't yeah, yeah. don't give yourself the headache of trying to make this fucking com- this fucking units work for another six months. It's unnecessary. Yeah. One patch they're going to be yeah. broken. Two patches they're going to be really good. 
They're going to they're gonna mess with the numbers all the time. No one is going to be completely satisfied with any of it. At all. I am not... I, I have no... As a player of the game, I have literally zero desire to play Galio Scion. Some people do. The crit, what do you like, mean? Like the, the crit, like the crit, like one-shot Scion. Like, okay, yeah. that's cool. But it's fucking yeah. unfun to play against. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. fun to play. But the it's unfun to play was so toxic. The crit Talon Scion form was super toxic. Absolutely. Like, but like, if, yeah. yeah. If you ask me what I want to play, like, uh, I'm going to put it this way, right? I'm going to take four units compared to the, like, Galio Scion. Yeah, sure. the, the other, like, the four main tank units that you would play in your team, right? Yeah. In most comps. Yeah. Rom, Leona, Oriana, right. Janna. Oh, okay, sure, sure, sure. Or, like, Janna Tarek. I think, I think Tarek has to have an honorable... Yeah, so let's just say, okay, Brom, Leona, Tarek, Janna. Yeah. I would consider Janna, like, a defensive tank unit, in, in a yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. Yeah, sure, 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 I agree. A hundred times out of a hundred, I am not playing fucking Scion Galio. <laughs> I don't care, I don't, I don't care about those units. I have no fucking want to play them. Clapio is cool. If they made Galio's fucking... Um, the essence of his of his unit that you do that that was what he was supposed to do. Yeah, great, but he's not. But it's the fact that it's unintentional, right? Yeah, it's totally <laughs> unintentional. Sion <laughs> being able to one shot my entire board yeah. was also yeah, unintentional. Yeah. Unintentional, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Sion being a fucking meat sack that look, eventually look, dies, look. intentional. How about this? How about this? How about the quick compromise? Like, I will say that, like. Colossus definitely should have come back in 6.5, but I'm glad it happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad they tried. I'm glad it happened, because I think we got some pretty fucking funny moments. It's like fucking Coven from set 5. Yeah. It's like, broken or it's, uh, yeah, not it's, very good. Yeah, and like, one of the three units is fun. Like, Morgana in Coven, for example, was fun, because it was, yeah. cool, it was cool to play and it was interesting. Yeah. Like, it did a lot of good stuff. The rest, yeah, sorry about LeBlanc. Uh, fucking useless. Uh, yeah, exactly. The 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 rest they couldn't get they couldn't get right. Yeah, these little yeah. like these little like, albeit they're interesting, they're fun. They do some wacky shit. A lot of times they're broken. These little sort of traits like this do not work. Yeah, for sure. They have tried so many fucking times to make it work, and it does not work. I do not want to deal with it anymore. <laughs> and I bet that they don't want to deal with it anymore because they're trying really hard yeah, to make yeah, it yeah. unique and I interesting. Think Colossus, uh, I mean, I, I, not to drive this on, but I think Colossus is clearly like the biggest miss. And I don't even blame them because I think conceptually it's really cool. Yeah. But just too hard to balance. It's just, I think it's like the full stop. Uh, it's, just, it's just way too hard to balance. But then I'll balance. ask you this again. What the fuck yeah. point does Colossus have to do with the theme of this set? Big uh, dudes. Yeah, big dudes, dude. Dude, I'm a yeah, fucking yeah. big dude. I'm not in the set. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm know. not a fucking... Co- I don't I, take I, up I, fucking I, I, two uh, bench space. Yeah, I, I can't give you a straight answer. <laughs> like, it's like... Alright. They're, they're a cool idea done wrong. Yeah. Alright, uh, moving on to other 5 plus comps. Uh, I didn't list Victor in here, because I, I, I assumed we would be talking about an archivist, but yeah, Victor is also technically like a 5 plus comp. Yeah. We talked about Victor already. I do want to talk a little bit about Akali. Now, I haven't actually personally played Akali a lot myself, but I have watched other streamers play it. Um, specifically, Mismatch Socks, and I watched 
uh, Ron uh, TXE for those who don't know. Uh, I watched him play it as well in uh, Arcanist Cop. Cop is definitely real. It's not bad. It's definitely like decent. It's just very very niche because it's extremely expensive and it's only really playable with like an econ augment or just you just hype into high roll of the units. So basically, with a Kali. Like most of like the start of the set, people have been playing a color as like a full vertical. Like you play five or seven syndicates. But uh the better build for a Kali is to actually just play three syndicates only. You play a uh a Kali, Warm, and Zyra, and that's it. Uh and then the rest of your board is just expensive units. So uh currently what's looking good is uh you play a Kali, Echo, Braum, Zyra, Galio, Silence. So you play the Colossus frontline. Basically, CC your opponent into oblivion. Uh, and Akali can basically go to town with basically any items. Akali doesn't even need bits. Like, Akali, we are assuming Akali 2, by the way. Akali 1's really bad. But uh, Akali 2 is, like, really, really good, even, like, without bits. Like, assuming you have, like, the crowd control. But that's Akali. Uh, it's really, really niche. It might come up, like, one every, like, 20 games. But uh, the TLDR is three syndicate units plus... Like, Akali 2 with, like, two other syndicate units plus frontline. It's good. Interesting. I yeah. When PBE was out, we talked a little bit about like how to get the syndicate buff on Akali effectively because it's the lowest yeah. percentage health, right? So yeah. In my mind, I actually really like the fact that there's a way to make that relatively easy. And I think I agree with you when I say that it, when you say that it's like one in once in a while this will do well. Yeah, it's really rare. Like you need yeah. you need to start Akali. That's like the thing I've noticed. Like. Is the, is the recurring trend. You do need to have yeah. to start Akali, otherwise it's not very good. And I'll just it's say... quite good. We'll yeah, Kali. I'll just say once again, like, it's so fucking hard to transition your board. It's really hard, yeah. From, like... This is like a... What are you playing? Sorry, like, you go, you go. You're playing, like, Darius tier. You're playing, like, yeah, like, th yeah. like, three or five Syndicate, and you're, like, yeah. slowly dropping shit out of it. But you've also got to... You've probably got to play, like, Echo... Like, you, you'll have to play Echo, because you're playing Echo and you're, like, game comp. Well, Echo's really easy to fit in. Let's yeah, Echo, but you're like, you're also playing Shaco, like you're like maybe. Oh, no, no, you don't play Shaco with this hog. No, no, I mean, like... no, I mean like oh, you have you to hold. You have to, yeah. You basically have to. You, no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. If we're talking about the context of the vertical, yeah, 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 yeah. the old version, yeah. No, no, no. I more mean like you probably need to play Shaco to hold your comp oh, together. Oh, I don't think you do. I actually don't think you do. You really don't think you do? Like, like, what do you put your uh, Akali items on? Akali items don't matter. Akali items can be anything. Like, it can literally be whatever it wants. It could be like I. She uses like literally every item, like like GA, yeah. like GA Goblin, GS. It could be like Decap, Blue Buff, IE. It could be like IE. The combinations are literally endless. I can keep going. Like yeah. it literally could be anything. Because a Kali, the way a Kali, okay, because the way a Kali works is that a Kali like scales the longer the fight goes on for. It. That makes sense. Mm. Like with her, with like with the way that like she tags enemies, right? Yeah, yeah, so, that's like, true. Basically, for a Kali to kill everything, you just need the fight to not end. Which is why it's a Kali 2 plus a bunch of crowd control. Essentially the comp. Right. Um, the items actually are kind of fake. Trust. Akali items are fake. Trust, 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 trust. Akali items are actually fake. It's just that the only real realistic way to get into this comp is like you, you are playing like a prismatic lobby and you hit like level up. Or you have like windfall. And you can actually go like 9 and roleplay everything. And hit everything in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or, um, or it comes from like you high rolling like a Kali pair, and then somehow you hit a Kali too, hmm. and then you can play this comp. Complex. But it's really hard to hit this comp. Yeah, but it exists. Good. Interesting. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I watched, um, I literally watched Dapple play a game where he just, like, played a colleague. And he didn't play this exact version, but, like, a colleague is, like, still really good. Yeah. Look, I, what I think we should do now is I think we should go on, like, we've talked for a, probably an hour and a half. We've talked a lot, yeah. We've talked a lot. I think what we should do now is we should go to questions and we should wrap up. And um, by, the time, by the time we come back, we'll be, like, we will have a patch rundown to go through. We will go through. For sure, but... Probably together and with our guest or guests, we will go through a bit about the patch and, and talk a little bit yep. about that next week. Let's get to the questions, I think. All right. So I'm asking them again, as usual. All right. So the first one is, uh, is it possible to cheat in TFT? You sent this one to me. I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, Dapla is the one who asked it uh, for this season. But yeah. It is yeah. a good question. Yes. Results? Yes. Okay, yes? Okay, sure. It's possible. In what sense? Like, what way? I think it is... I don't... Let me say this. I don't think it's possible to cheat on ladder. Okay, right. Um, it's weird. Mm -hmm. It's weird because that's such a strange thing to say. Cheat yeah, in right, TFT. Okay. It's possible to yeah. cheat in a competitive lobby, for sure. Yeah, like in a, okay. I mean, it's very strange. This is a very hard question to answer, you know? Yeah, like sure you can cheat in a, in a in a competitive lobby. Like you can watch other people's streams. You can yeah. like I think win trading is probably the best example I could think of yeah. cheating potentially, right? Um, I think that like it, it might be somewhat easy to pull off in like a tourney setting. Like, yeah, I don't think it's that hard to make like alternative accounts. You just sign up. It's like, like let's say for, like open calls for example, you you, you made like four random like bot accounts. Not actual bots, but just like metaphorical bot accounts. Uh, and you just sign them all up, and you fucking pray that you get they, they get drawn into your lobby, you know. And then like you just you just like play like shit on the other screen, and then that that just, you know yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You just guarantee like seventh or better in that lobby essentially. Yeah. Interesting. But, uh, that's all I can think of. Yeah. When it comes to like. Oh guys, if you want to cheat, what's up, Chima? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just don't think it's possible to cheat on ladder unless like you're doing the thing where people ladder, what people do really like what people did in hyper roll where they made seven other accounts and then boosted themselves yeah, to like yeah. rank one. Well, you can Q snipe. That's the thing though on ladder, especially at higher elos. Q sniping really is. Easy. I don't think Q sniping is cheating. No, that's not what I mean. But I'm saying like in theory, if you had like you know some uh, okay business for some guy, you know. Snipe and that guy just runs it down for you, you know. Sure, there are outside like, circumstances. That guy like greets other, that yeah. guy like greets other people for you, you know, case business. Like, yeah, I feel like that's not that hard. Like it's not that hard for like a zero LP master's account to snipe like a Charlie lobby. It's surprisingly not that difficult, especially if you play, especially if you play like like DJ hours. Like you would be surprised. Yeah, I think. Let me say this: I think there is a difference between outside antics influencing tft games yeah to, i would say uh to like actually okay. cheating in the game of tft which yeah I, yeah yeah so if which we, is if impossible to find cheating yeah if we wanted to find cheating as actually like manipulating game mechanics then i don't think you can in tft they sort of the game's destructive right uh yeah i mean i think there are a lot of external ways you can cheat in this game <laughs> that's the thing right if you really really wanted to if you were that if you were so inclined i think there's a lot of external ways Together. Yeah, there is a. Uh... Is so Loki, but that feel like cheating to me. Oh, I actually agree. That's David, so can you Loki. refresh your camera, please? Yeah, it's broken. Yeah, sure. Was oh, it broken? Okay, wait. Yeah, you, you look okay, like a. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah, is just... it back? Yeah, just refresh it. 
Oh, okay. Wait, how do I refresh it? Just, just turn it off and turn it back on, yeah. Okay, okay. Is it better? Hopefully that fixes it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chuma says, uh, I, I feel like instead of having to remember who my next matchups are, Blitz now is down three. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't know, I've seen a lot of this opinions. Actually, we can, we can briefly talk about Blitz. Blitz, do you play with it? Because I do. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Um, so, I, 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 let me just yeah. say... Yeah, yeah, yeah. My position has become Esther, yeah, I literally echo the sentiment. Let me yeah. just say that I am Sorry. infinitely griefing myself by not yeah. playing with it, right? Yeah, absolutely, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they have said, and said well, that it, yeah. you can. That it's fine to yeah. use it. They said that it's legal, yeah. It's Mort legal. has literally said, you can use this. Yeah. Like... I just want. I just so, want to say that that if you are not using it, you are giving yourself an infinite. Wait, Tommy, like, you don't know. It's, yeah, yeah. This is legal, dude. Yeah, this is like literally, yeah, Blitz, literally Blitz is legal. legal. This was like a, yeah. this was a while ago, though. Okay, I'm not saying this to beer, but like this was a while ago, though. Like, yeah, you can use it in a tournament. You can use ago. it in a tournament setting. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Like well, more specifically, said that like they're not interested in um, policing people's abilities. Yeah, in testing yeah. people's abilities to um, memorize uh, matchups. Yeah, it's yeah. actually a downside to not play. Like you, you objectively should be using it. So let me let, let me let me yeah. just let me just talk about this. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do not use it. Technically, right now, yeah. under the current rules, yeah. I am I am probably going to, on average, do worse than you. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's almost undeniable. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And you know, I I am someone that tracks matchups. Like I did it before. Like I did it before the app. Oh. I I have used Blitz app before. I'm not I'm not telling you yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. I've never used it a day in my life. Mm -hmm. I have used yeah, it before. Yeah. I do yeah, not yeah, 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 yeah. I do not use it. Fifty percent because I'm lazy, and fifty percent because I don't like it. Yeah, for sure. And I just want to say that like me being a player who does not use it right now under the context yeah. of the rules. Yeah. I am worse off than someone yes. using a third-party application. But we're I, literally not playing the same game. Yeah, we're, we're literally, literally not playing the same game. So we are we are totally playing a different game. And and Chunga are, brings up a really important point in chat. Yeah. You're you're versing somebody who can see that you're like you're literally it, versing it, someone it, who knows the future versus yeah, you. Who it doesn't. actually it actually high key it actually high key is like it's it's yeah. so broken. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's legal, dude. It's actually legal. Like yeah. 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 Like you're literally watching like, streams with like people yeah, using everyone, it. Everyone uses, it's literally the reason everyone fucking uses it now because it's, it's yeah. confirmed legal. Like, and there's literally no gray area. So, yeah. do I think Blitz is inadvertently cheating? No, they've said it's okay. Yeah. Therefore, it's yeah. fine. I will yeah. say, if they do not find a way to give everybody this ability outside yeah. of an out an overlay app that is not affiliated with them in any way, they have to ban yeah. it. I think the issue, right, is that it's coming from a third-party app. That's the biggest issue. So it's like really bad for like new players, right? Like that's all. That's what it always comes back to. It's like really, really bad for new players because like they don't know that like this. Yeah. Third-party. And that's the whole point. There really is a there is a gate. Win rate, right? There's yeah. a gate. Let me listen. Oh. I just look. The point is, while it's legal, use it. Yeah. Pretty much. I think um, Mord has said that like they're actively looking to rework the matchmaking system. So who knows? If I set seven, then I fix that. Yeah, they've been actively trying to. So the point is. This is before a while now, so I don't yeah. know if something's going to happen. The point is, if they're making it legal, if they've made it legal, yeah. it should be accessible to everybody. Currently, it's not. Yeah. There is no like, 
option to add this to your game in the TFT client. I mean, like, I agree with you on Real Fish that, like, it's not that big of a deal for low ELO, but, like, you have to realize that, like, there are plenty of, like, mid ELO, like, 0 to, like, 200 LP master players who, like, play the game, like, semi-casually and, like, somewhat decent at it, who have literally no idea that this exists. Like, is, is like, the real issue that I see. I would and, also like, say that it is a significant advantage for anybody it's a who huge plays advantage. this game. Also, also, like, I would just like to address uh, the comment also that, like, Unreal Fish made, that, like, it's like a hardened poker, uh, but less impactful. As someone who's, like, played online, like, a decent amount of online poker, I would say it's literally on par with being as useful as a HUD. Like, it is literally as useful as a yeah. HUD. Like, it is so incredibly useful to, like, because, okay, you, you can argue, right, that, like, you just look up at, like, your last few matchups, but, like, I'll just tell you that the amount of, like, the amount of brain power you save in just being able to glance at your thing and see, like, three people you need to scout instead of, like, having to, like, waste, like, 15, 20 seconds, like, figuring this shit out is actually so impactful. Like, to use a poke analogy, it is literally as useful as, like, being able to immediately see their VP, their P, like, their preflop, like, fucking PFRO, whatever the fuck's called, like, their tendencies, like, it's literally, like, on par with that. And you can feel free to disagree, but, like, I don't know, man. As someone who, like, who, who played the game a lot before Blitz existed and then played the game with Blitz, it's literally completely different thing. You save yeah. so much time with the scouting app. Like you actually save yeah, your turns are so much more efficient. And let me make my let turns me, right now. Yeah. Sorry, you can go. No, I, no. Went on a bit of, no, I went no. on a kind of a long run. I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you. what I want to say is fifteen seconds to a new player is not much. Yeah. To a good player, fifteen seconds is an excessive amount of time. Yeah, it's so much time. Like, it is so are, like, much time. Look, the second takes me like five seconds. Like, the no, second that so you fun. understand the basics of this game. Right. So let's say you're a player, you could be anywhere from, I don't know, gold two to diamond four. Let's just say you understand the basics of the game. You know that it's good to get to 50 gold. You know what units are good, but you're not great because maybe you don't slam items. Maybe you don't know what matchups you're going to play against. You have taken an entire genre, like, an entire improvement aspect of this game yeah. and removed it. You, you've taken a metric that defines improvement in a player and just gotten rid of it. Because it doesn't matter anymore. Now yeah, you have more time to get better at other things. To learn other things. So, it is an, it is an automated part of the game that is not built into the game that benefits you greatly. And if they are going to keep it legal, they need to tell everybody about it. Yeah. Basically. But the cost of the issue is, is that it's third party, right? The cost of the issue is actually it's actually like it's third party. Like I actually like the game like this. Like being able to immediately see the last three people I fought, right? Yeah. That's the metric that over the works. But like the biggest issue is that it's third party. And that like not everyone knows that you mm. that's by far the biggest issue. But, yeah, and that is a significant problem. It's a bit of a tangent, but no, no. And, uh, and I, the... I think that was good. It was good to talk about because, yeah, actually, I think it's in a really interesting sort of gray area. But, yeah. Yeah. I let the the point is, if you're yeah. going to keep Blitz legal, everybody should have it. Otherwise, nobody yeah. should. Yeah, agree, agree. Everybody or nobody. It cannot be a thing that benefits someone and not another person. For sure, for sure. Even if you don't want to use it, like me, I'm actively choosing not to use it. Yeah. That's fine. That's okay. I, I understand that is a reasonable hindrance to my chances to be a top 10, 20 player. I will maybe, I will start using it 
when I get to Challenger. And that's okay. That's like, that's yeah, like that's a, that is an active decision role. I am making. Because I know it exists. A guy, sure, sure. a guy actively... Well, not everyone knows it exists, right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So let's so just... We really don't get to make that choice, right? But, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody or nobody. <laughs> Everybody or nobody. <laughs> it's curious as dude, if let's say the percentage cost play when you hover over there, oh, that would also that would also be broken. If you could see tendencies, that would also be super You look, you immediately saw it was a cap also. Holy shit! Yeah, that's look, look. From now on, if they add anything to Blitz that benefits you as a player, it is infinitely too much knowledge. Basically, it is too much knowledge for you to have. Like, I mean, the okay, the the man. This, Stop me if it's wrong, but um, I feel like the counter argument is that like these things can literally all just be done manually, right? Like, if you wanted to find out someone's tendencies, you could literally just low chest everybody, like during loading lobby to find out like what comps people usually play. Um, if you really wanted to keep track of matchups, you could literally play with pen and paper and write down every single matchup as you play them, and it's like not that hard. So. Yeah, like my argument, like my uh, to play devil's advocate. These are things that like anyone can, in theory, do, and like the blitz existing is just like removing things that are tedious. If that makes sense, to play devil's advocate, like you know, you you know how I feel about about the topic. Yeah, and and look, it's totally reasonable in life to be like, hey, someone is. If you're saying this about something, someone is very clearly going to have an opposing view. That's totally fine. I don't for yeah. a, I don't for a second believe that just because everybody can do it doesn't mean that it should exist. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Like yeah, because the the information. I'm not necessarily saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my mm -hmm. the counter argument. Let's say the counter argument to that understanding is mm -hmm. that if it's legal, why doesn't everyone get that information for free? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, there should be more transparency, right? Like, yeah. I definitely agree. Like, if, they are, if they're okay with transparency, then give it to me. Yeah, Don't, sure. don't make me uh, buy an app, uh, you know, download an app-ridden, app you, know, yeah, sure. you know, an ad-ridden second, third-party app yep. to, to just gain, mm -hmm. to gain autonomy. That's not fair. For sure, for sure. Yeah. All right. That was a really lengthy discussion on this, but I think it was, it was very good. Yeah, I like that, actually. I thought it was quite good. Um, all right. Do you want to skip over the cat arena questions? Because I feel like we talked a lot about cat. Um, yeah, we, we talked a lot about cat. Yeah. How much longer do you want to keep this pod going for? We're at like two hours. No, let's Some just... Some really good, though. Yeah, let's oh, just wait, get the wait, questions okay. in. Okay, 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 here. okay. Okay, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> all right. I mean, this one's kind of self-explanatory, but I still wanted to bring it up because I, I was ranting about it. Um, is a bad menace to glow in the stream is Twitch chat if you beat them? Uh, so for, you go, you go. Yeah, we got another question. Basically for context, okay, basically for context, like I'm more or less the one who like brought this question up. So basically for context, uh, I'm not gonna like name names other than the person like who got BM, other than the streamer who got BM'd, which is uh, Esha, uh during the Arcanist Cup. But uh, long story short, uh, he went eighth in, a, in one of his games, and then the guy who sent an eighth like basically proceeded to go to his chat. And should talk, and I felt that like as like a competitor, it's like a pretty, I guess like anyone just participating in the competition, it's like a pretty disgusting thing to do, like to basically kick someone when they're down and like 
But there's always in competition, right? There's always like room for trash talk and whatnot, like like friendly banter and whatnot. But I think it's a different story when like you actively go to like kick someone while they're down and uh yeah, basically shit on them when like they're already feeling really low. Uh, yeah, thoughts? I don't know. I feel like this is somewhat self-explanatory, but... Yeah. Apparently not, because people, people still do it, so I don't know. Look, we both come from a card game background. We've said that before on this podcast. I come from a very competitive background that includes uh, international competitions for multiple different things, including real-life sport. Yeah. If you punch down... You are an asshole. Yeah, right? It's okay. Punching down can be funny. Oh, man. That guy's having a really bad day. I know I shouldn't laugh. Yeah, that's funny. Like... I think it's a different story, right? If, like, before the 20, you're like, oh, I'm gonna fucking... I'm gonna, like, shit on you. Like, I'm gonna gonna farm your ass, right? That's fine. Let's do the full context for this, right? The guy saw what Escher was doing yeah. took took his comp basically pivot fully pivoted basically full pivoted yeah fully pivoted specifically yeah. to get him yeah, and i will tell you that this has happened before we have had a situation like this happen before in tft esports in an yeah. eu qualifier event where a guy needed yeah, yeah, to yeah. win and somebody trolled him sent him sixth yeah. and he missed out it is a that guy was rightfully furious but that is a nature of competition in this game yeah i think the griefing part is like fine that's part of the game right and and look it's it sucks right if if i was that guy i would feel fucking so bad dude yeah yeah, exactly but i'm not gonna tell that guy who just got knocked out because someone took his comp that he's a piece of shit like, fuck you, you idiot. Yeah, exactly, exactly, right? Like, I think the line Because I'm not a fucking cross. asshole. There's a, fu- there's a pretty fucking yeah. clear line there. That is a, a, yeah. a, a reasonable part of, of competitive play. Yeah. Like, I, 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 you need to do badly. Yeah, I would like to preface that, like, I would like to preface this with saying that, like, I think griefing is literally part of the game. Like, yeah. Like, if, if, like, if like, you, if, like, you have nothing to play for and you actively want to, like, grief someone's chances of winning, that's on you. That's fine. Like, I don't yeah. even think that's actually, like, a dickhead move. I think the dickhead move is going to them afterwards to shit talk. Like, yeah. that's the fucked up part for me, you know? I think griefing is honestly whatever. Griefing is literally part of the game. There yeah. are, like, so many, like, moments in TFT that, like, where griefing is, like, super hilarious and, like, it's fine. Like, we, we've talked about some on this podcast before. Yeah. Like, yeah, in... I think just... Chunga brought it up last week, right? When he said that you, you know, a guy needed gangplank off carousel. Oh, that was, was, playing... me, that was me. That's, oh, that was you, that's right? Kiyun. Yeah. That's, that's Kiyun. He needed GP. Like... He gets it. His first pick. He's on the other side of the board. The guy who doesn't need yeah, it yeah, takes yeah. it. He fucking he's out of worlds, basically. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. That yeah, sucks. That sucks. That's part of the game, but like that's yeah. part of the game. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. That yeah. is where the line is. There's the line right there. Uh, Anything after that, asshole. Absolute yeah, yeah. asshole. Look console that you know consolidations like you shake hands at that point if somebody beats you and if they're using you know whatever it may be if they're using a tactic that you don't appreciate but is within the rules you have every right to be upset as a person 
totally fine. If the person who beats you then calls you a little baby bitch, like, go fuck yourself, you fucking loser. I'm so much better than you. Get fucked. And I'm I'm sorry for the fruity language, guys, but, like, that's... (laughs) No, I think it's a pretty serious topic. That is so... I mean... Like you said, we're not gonna we're not name anybody from there on. No, no, no. We don't, but, we don't, like other than the person involved, like, yeah. as in, like other than the victim, right? Like we would not like, like name the perpetrator. Let me just tell you. Let me just tell you. I I have no interest in interacting with anybody that does that from then on. Basically, anybody that would do that, I have no interest. <laughs> Jesus, I don't know. The West Side Aggression. I can test this cat. We go on to I just saw yeah. the PD. <laughs> yeah, bro. Play a diff. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Look, let's yeah, move I mean, on from I mean, that question because there is yeah, a very yeah, yeah. there is a very wrong. clear line between the confines of this game and the confines yeah. of human existence. If you beat yeah, me, yeah, yeah. if you beat me in a game of whatever, of go fish and you know, or fucking scrabble or chess, whatever, and you sit there in front of me, five feet away from me, and you're like, fuck you, you stupid piece of shit. I hate you, like you're an idiot. Yeah. Why didn't you do this? Yeah. You know. Anonymity anonymity online gives people yeah. a lot of bravery. Like, like, like people would literally never do that in real life, isn't yeah. it? Right? You, you, no one would ever do this. Like, yeah, yeah. You'd yeah. literally get punched in the face if they did it, right? Yeah. Exactly. And people aren't that brave in real life. Oh, for sure. Right? You know? Exactly. And like, look, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that it was Escher. Dude, I would be just as upset if, if it was you. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. Like it doesn't it yeah. doesn't matter who it is. If someone acts like an asshole, like that's it. You know. Sure, sure. And when, you know what's right. that famous quote? You know, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. <laughs> that's like that's like a very famous sport like fighting quote. Yeah. You know, like everybody's got a plan until they get hit, and that's it. Yep. You know, and and done deal. Nobody. Nobody, I, you know, I, I would not advise anybody who was my friend to interact with anybody like that. Yeah, for sure. Competition is a healthy thing. Learning how to lose is just as important in life as learning how to win. Alright, uh, I'm done for this as the last question. It's kind of interesting because I've been seeing this pop up on Twitter lately as well. Um, so it's, the question is basically, what do you think of any personality is refusing to... I mean, I'm assuming this is what the question, like the yeah. question originally from. But the question is essentially, I'll go from the top, sorry. What do you think of NA personalities refusing to read Twitch chat during uh, games or on stream as a way to ignore advice about the game? Do we like chat during the during game? Uh, is this a too little care issue? Uh, I, do we ha- even have enough followers to know what this is like? Um, so, it's a big question. It's a big yeah, question. It's a, it's a big question. Uh, I, I would say like, uh, we, we, I can start like saying that like, um, the origin of like this question is a well-known player called uh, Revkev uh, on Twitter. Basically, tweeted that like he basically won't be reading Twitch chat anymore during like whenever he streams, it's because the chat just like puts his mental way too hard. Um, yeah, that's sort of the origin of this question. Basically. And look, I've yeah. prefaced this question with like, we do not have three hundred people in our chats every stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. are not. I literally every every single TFT stream I have ever done has never been like overrided by people like why didn't you do that you idiot mm. I yeah, don't know sure. I don't know what that feels like mm, so I don't 
neither one of us know what it feels like to exist in a world where there are hundreds of people telling you that you've made mistakes in that in tft but i just want to say i feel for ramkev in that scenario yeah absolutely i also want to say that if you have been on the internet for more than one hour in your life you you have to at the very least and look and good for him really really good for him if he sticks to it if he refuses that's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, if it's better for his mental, right? Like, that's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that's best for you, right? But yeah. Yeah. And I would never put somebody down for making a decision and sticking to it. That's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mentality-wise, I I don't think that this is a situation that fixes the the problem. I think that like the problem is that like something. Well, firstly, this is just not the answer. Like, in my opinion. Yeah. Like. It might help your mental, but it's not gonna make it's not gonna, it's not gonna make the like the crux of the problem go away. Yeah. And uh I think the other bigger issue here is that like people are just gonna be dicks on the internet. That's just like Yeah. And I'm not saying like oh people are gonna be dicks, like, you know, hard enough, snowflake, that's not what I mean. I I'm just saying that like it's just an inevitability, like, you know, like the taxes. People are gonna be dicks yeah. on the internet. That's unavoidable. Like there's, exactly. there's always gonna be assholes out there. Internet is literally yeah. endless, right? I'm just gonna re. I'm just gonna re say exactly what you just said. We are not, you know, getting at somebody for wanting to make a decision that benefits their mental health. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. That is a seriously. That is a seriously necessary thing in life. If you need to do something to make your mental health feel better, do it. This is not a full time solution to an issue with video game angst or anger or aggression those are those those are topics way beyond certainly mine um i will say that when when soul my co-host here is a fully finished psychology student in three years time maybe he will do a study on anger and video games and come back to us (laughs) and like we will be able to have an intellectual discussion about it yeah I, i will just say that Mental health is an incredibly valuable and important resource in everyone's life. And if interacting with others on the internet makes you so upset that you can no longer interact with them, the, the, the short-term solution is to block it out. I totally agree with that. But calling... But that's it. If that's it, I don't think that's good enough, personally. I think that there probably needs to be more, yeah. more done personally. But... It's not, it's not Ramkev's fault. No, but it's also not really, really Twitch chat's fault. It's not really Twitch chat's fault either, right? Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. It yeah. is a, it is a, it is a significantly normal and understood response to yeah. feeling aggrieved sure. is to shut away criticism. And if that makes you feel better mentally, that's great. That's really necessary. Well, I but think it, the thing, right, is that it's, it's not really just shutting down of criticism. I would like to make the amendment that it's more like the bigger issue is more um, shutting down, like, unconstructive criticism. It's like a lot of, uh, I mean, there's such thing as constructive criticism, right? But, like, a lot of the criticism that, like, bigger streamers get is just completely unconstructive and comes from people who, like, literally, like, lack the ability to critically think in, like, situations. Yeah. And, like, are very, very result-oriented. So, like, I think as TFT players, like, it gets really, like, Especially good TFT players who understand that, like, 
a variance is a thing, and to not be like, like too hindsighty, not to be like results oriented, it's really really tilting to see people who like are incapable of thinking this way, right? Mm. But yeah, it's really like, I think it's like really frustrating. Like, like it's like really frustrating to see someone who like can't understand the idea that like you know you can make a decision that's correct seventy percent of the time, and it's wrong like thirty percent of the time, and they just see that the the third percent is wrong. And they're just like digging at you because like you're like the outcome was bad, so it must have been bad, right? But not really how it works. And a lot of people don't seem to understand that. Yeah. Yeah. There's I feel a. Frust- I, feel frustration. I understand the frustration totally. I totally get it. Um. Not engage like. Refusing to engage with them, is fine mm-hmm. in, as a short term. Yeah. But it is not mm-hmm. a long term solution. If you if you yeah, want absolutely. if you if you want the chance. If they're acting in bad faith, yeah, then get rid of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I you know block uh, them, remove them. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if that's actually a solution. Look, let me just add shift yeah. mods. <laughs> I think I I believe personally, mm-hmm. the person talking believes that yeah. you know the ability to change, you know, expand and talk with somebody and change their mind is a significantly more valuable tool than shutting them out completely. Sure. Because there will be but a significant also... number of people in a chat of... Yeah, but it's also I'm... really... But the pro- like, to play devil's advocate, sorry, I don't mean to be a dick, but like, but to play devil's advocate, that's also really mentally taxing and extremely... Yeah, of course time. it is. And that is not something yeah. that you, you're able to do all the time, which is why I, yeah, I do believe sure. that this isn't a bad thing, what Ramkin has done. Mm-hmm. I will just say... If it doesn't work, that is when you need to like moderate heavily the people that yeah. are, that are viewing your content in bad faith. Yeah. Because those people are genuinely acting to upset you. Yeah, they're just bad actors, right? Pretty much. Yeah. For sure. And refusing to read all of the chat because of bad actors is unnecessary. There is I action agree. that can be taken mm-hmm. to yeah. help to help you. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, it's a hard question. Yeah. I feel bad for Ramco. I think it's a tough question, and yeah, I definitely feel bad for Ramco. I mean, it's definitely not just Ramco, but it's probably, like, I mean, honestly, like, all the big, like, streamers expect to go through this, for sure. Like, Yeah, I bet they do. It's just, it's just an inevitability of, like, the internet and just, like, how vast it is, right, when you have a big viewership. Um, hmm. Yeah, I can't say I have a uh, easy answer, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I don't think there is uh, an easy answer. The humans... Says up the other side. Sorry, I don't say Sandy says yeah. that the other side of the coin is that there are people who have good intent but they deliver the message poor. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. There are people yeah. like who have like good intent but just have, like issues communicating things properly. But yeah. Yeah, it'll always be a um a difficult scenario. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you yeah, know, I, I don't want to again. I don't want to drag this episode too long because this is this is really long. But um. I do think that these like this specific like question, these questions like were pretty good. I think that like I'm glad we had this conversation, right? Like I think that like some of these things, particularly like the more mental health related like issues with like TFT, are like very applicable and very universal to a lot of other games. Right? Yeah, of course, so, it is significantly applicable. It's good to talk about the deeper topics too. You know, sort of delve yeah, deep. For sure. Delve yeah, we're only just complaining about going eighth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. 
Yeah, and right. uh, the internet will never be fixed like that. But let's wrap yeah. up, guys. I think we're done. All right, let's let's call it a show. It's uh, it's two hours and eighteen minutes. Jesus <laughs> Christ, it's my longest episode. Like, holy shit! Oh, definitely kinda... by a mile. I'm looking forward Jeez. to editing. Guys, oh, I want to say if you God. if you stayed for the whole thing, if you're an audio or a Twitch listener, thank you so much. We film these live every Tuesday evening, Australian Eastern Standard Time, Queensland Time, seven thirty p.m on Tuesday nights. I have been Cutler. You can find that live at twitch.tv slash CutlerTFT. You can find me on Twitter at CutlerTFT, all one word. Soul, my friend, shout yourself out and let's get out of here. Yeah, you can find me at Soul underscore TFT on Twitch. Uh, I think I'll be the exact same handle on Twitter if you want to follow me on Twitter to know when I go live. Uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Alright all right, guys, so thank you for listening. Let's get out of here. Alright, have a good one. Bye for right, now. Take it, take it. Bye. I'll be off. Bye bye.